Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. How's it going, friends? This is Ro from the Scare of Scuttlebutt podcast. You are listening to the followers of the Force. May the Force be with you. Hi, I'm Dominic Pace, who plays Gecko the Bounty Hunter for The Mandalorian, and you're listening to Followers of the Force podcast. Welcome, guys, to our next commentary in our series of commentaries. Uh, today, we're going to be watching arguably one of the best Star Wars movies ever made, Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back. Uh, this is... We've been waiting for this. We're basically just continuing these commentaries for a while. Um, we only got through the prequels last year. And then we finished A New Hope last week, and tonight we are going to be watching uh, Empire Strikes Back. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, we're still toying around with the whole Metastream thing. It's it's still uh, very much a work in progress, but once we get it down and once we uh, are able to do this flawlessly, it'll make all future commentaries and anything we want to do in terms of watch parties um, that much better. So um, let's hope that this one works. And right now, guys, if you all want to sync up with us and watch it with us, we are watching it on Disney+, Plus, and the time code right now is at triple zero. So just take that slider and scroll it all the way back to the beginning. And once I say three, just hit, or once I say play, hit play. I think that's the easiest way to do it. Okay. Um, all right, guys, so everybody ready? Mm-hmm. Hey. All right, here we go for Empire Strikes Back. Here we go. One, two, three, and play. Uh, I missed that 20th Century Fox intro. Oh, why didn't it start? You jackass. All right. I'm a second. Here's uh, Now I'm... Oh, God. Okay. Sorry. No, you're good. You want me to pause it for just like a second? Yeah, I'm on the Lucasfilm logo right now. Okay. Let me pause just a couple seconds. Alright, I'm at a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away now. So am I. It's Mine just came up. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm at, I'm at 24. Okay, so let so me they, pause it. Am I still second. going? I'm at 31 now. There we go. Alright. Alright, I'm starting the crawl. Yep, so are we. Alright guys, so episode 5, The Empire Strikes Back. What do you guys remember from this movie? Like your earliest memories. 
What's the one thing? This is my first literal memory of like life. <laughs> so, and it was the Luke, I'm your father moment. Nice. So this to me is like coming home watching this movie. Wow. I saw this I, at the Plitt Theater in Pensacola, Florida, when it, the year it came out, and we had to stand in line around the theater because it only had like three. It only had three, three, three theaters, uh-huh. uh, and we had to wait in line. God, it felt like forever. And I remember going in. They had stills from the movie, and I remember, and the one that I remember the most vividly is Luke touching the X-wing after it's out of the swamp, not uh-huh. not having any clue what that was. I was just like, "Ooh, is X-wing's all dirty." Uh, and I had and I had two I had friends spoil this movie for me before I saw it. They were like, really? yeah, they were like, they were like, oh yeah. I'm like, was like, what's what's the Empire Strikes Back like? And they were like, like, oh, it's terrible. Um, Han Solo dies and Luke gets his arm cut off. I remember um, people were like, pissed. People and were I thought, pissed when Empire and came I thought, back. I thought I thought that, and I thought Han died. The dude told me Han died. I was crushed. When, when I was a kid, you might as well it. have been dead. <clears throat> yeah, that's true. And, uh, oh. and uh, I remember when this came out, though, um, people had the same reaction to episode five that they did to episode eight. They're like, all this is is about people that no, no one got anywhere. They all failed, you know, blah, blah, blah. This stupid movie. All the critics didn't like it. The people didn't like it. And if there was social media, it would have been just like episode eight as far as the, the schism among fans. Yeah, yeah. And interestingly, both five and eight are standing the test of time. So yeah. good for them. Oh yeah, and still one of like the more, um, just right off the bat, the tone of the movie, it's like a very like, I don't know, I don't know darker what darker and more serious. Is. Yeah, like, like kind of like a mysterious vibe to it. Yeah. Um, and already just the, the the. Setting. I, love, I love this shot. And I, what's crazy is that the Luke on the Tauntaun from from like uh, from like the aerial view. Yeah, it's stop like, motion, right? Yeah, but it's like you know, they, like they would do that so easy today with with CGI. Like they had none of that yeah. stuff in '80. They did a great look at that. Look at that Tauntaun. Looks just right. Looks real. Yeah. Everything's. I mean, they did a great job. And Luke, oh gosh, the way they started off with Luke now, you know, it, so it, even though he's just one of the main characters, the movies feel like it's Luke's story, you know, yeah, the Skywalker yeah, story. Luke's movie, yeah. Even though, you know, it's, it's there's other main characters like, like Han, in the end, it's Luke that we see this movie through. He's our everyman. Right. Okay, can we settle the debate, at least action figure-wise? Han's coat, is it brown or is it blue? I always just I always assumed it was blue because the action figure was blue, but then I've seen some shots it looks brown. So I've and I also heard that they made it much mind. Well I just I, I'm I only pay attention to it because it was it's it's like a action figure controversy. Oh, uh, I see. Yeah. Because he was like, no, it's brown, no, it's blue, but it looks I just always like I was always like why do you guys say it's brown it's clearly blue, but uh, that looks yeah. blue to me. Uh, there you are, Doctor Jones. <laughs> I love him and Chewie complaining about the film. Oh, me too. I me just, too. The, the 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 fact that they just argue in this movie like an old married couple just fills me with so much joy. 
And I love how the uh, Millennium Falcon is like its own character now. I mean, Millennium Falcon's a character just like everybody else's. You know, it how it never goes into light speed. And like, I just love the running gag yeah. of it always not being able to make it to light speed. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. <laughs> I and swear right I had here, that people fix it. And, and right here, the, uh, the tension already between mm-hmm. Leia and Han. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just so great and the shippers oh. in the 80s oh they didn't like it because han was the abusive one the the problematic one everyone wanted yeah. him. not everyone but the antis wanted wanted leia with with luke the same exact arguments happened you know with like you know raylos and anti-raylos that happened yeah. with han and luke and there was like nastily worded letters sent to lucasfilm because the the vibe everyone got was that you know, Han was going to be the uh, the one that, you no, know, she chose. Right. Or they chose. Awfully and chilly and hot between those two. <laughs> yes, but the tension. That's what you need. Otherwise, it's just brotherly and sisterly. You're all mushy on me. <laughs> I love how she, like, goes right after him. Yeah. This, this sequence right here. I love this um, scene. Just the exchange of, of dialogue reminds me of... Um, of Harrison Ford playing Indiana Jones. Um, well, like it's it's got like a real kind of screwball comedy back and forth to it. That yeah, yeah. Kinda, you know, like they're, you know, it's just all this tension and they're really, I mean, if you th- if you listen to it, if you just read the dialogue, this is an argument about nothing, you know? Oh, yeah. And Leia, Leia keeps her feistiness but, and I love but, that. But, but between yeah. the two of them, there's all this other stuff in it. I love this when he when he walks away, and he neither, he could use neither one will admit. I love that. <laughs> I'd rather kiss him. I can arrange that. You could use a good kiss. He's he was he was personally hurt because she didn't seem to say goodbye to him. You know yeah. enough. She just said when he she's he's like you know so long princess this is goodbye. She she's like yeah. And that hurt him, which is why he lashed out at her. Oh, of course. And said you know, and then walked out. And he was actually, I think, secretly thrilled that Leia went after him. But I his pride, I turned it off. His I don't pride was in the way. I don't want to talk to her. Yeah, of course. That Han is so prideful. Um, <laughs> yeah. In these movies, it's. it's I wonder so who funny. else is like that. Almost like his son takes after his dad. Oh yeah. <laughs> I love the hand, <laughs> love the hand over three PO's mouth. So many characters have wanted to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I think Poe, Poe and Leia are the two that have, you know, kind of carried that on. When Poe in The Last Jedi, 3 is trying to tell him something when they're on crate, and he's like, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. And <laughs> but it's, to me, it's incongruous because he loves droids. Poe is set up yeah. as someone who loves, you know, droids. And so it's well, just. I, so I think even the most droid loving characters in Star Wars are annoyed by 3PO. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even R2 is annoyed by 3PO. Right. What I was going to say earlier, which is you really have to give Harrison Ford and Anthony Daniels a lot of credit because they have a lot of dialogue with the, where they have or they're sort of supplying both sides of the conversation. Right. Like the way they react and what they say is a way to interpret what the other one just said to them. And so you really have to give them a lot of credit for that, I think. Yeah. You know. Ooh, this cave. I love this cave. This was so spooky when I was a kid. Yeah. This scene scared the crap out of me as a kid. Uh, I was like, oh no, he's upside down, all the blood's rushing to his head, he must have a migraine. And no, those, that, those that would make him pass out. Real. 
Yeah, yeah. the scars what? are real because he came. He had remember he had had a car crash. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's I think like in canon that was like a way to explain why he kind of looked a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. he, he does look. I mean, he, I mean, having just watched A New Hope last week, he does look different. Of course, also because yeah. he's hanging up. He's older. Down. Well, yeah. He's older. Chicks did scars. He's good. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty boy. I, I can remember after this movie, my parents and I, we would all like just periodically, we would just close our eyes and just reach for stuff to see if we could use the force. I'd still so do that. So did we. <laughs> the other thing I do periodically is just wave my hand in front of somebody's face and be like, you don't want X, Y, Z. Just like, like, you know, just sit, like sitting on the couch and like the remotes on the coffee table and you just close your eyes you, and reach you for You just it. hope that it'll be that one time. That one time it'll work. Yeah. And it never does. No, it never does. Now, they added this part with the yeah. special edition, so it's not so bad. Well, no. yeah, because it's animatronic. It doesn't doesn't look like it's been added in a weird way, like in episode four. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's clearly a guy in a suit, which is fine. And we lost – and that's new, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think Both the, the only thing you saw from the original – His arm. Uh, his arm slowly walking and then that, like, you know, him lunging at him. I love the behind now, the scenes. Now, this... wasn't this filmed in Norway? Yes. Yeah, it was shot in like a real blizzard, yes. and there's there's behind the scenes stuff where like Mark yeah. Hamill's outside the hotel and the crew is inside the hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, so. if you see pictures from that location, looks identical mm-hmm. still. Um, it's it's really cool. I hope they go back to Hoth at some point. Oh yeah. I read somewhere now that in canon they say that they were only there for a month. Hmm. Like they One hadn't been month there. And they built all that. Yeah, they just they <laughs> hadn't been there. Well, the Rebel Corps of Engineers. Um, <laughs> but uh, supposedly they yeah they'd only been there like they'd only been there like a month before the Empire showed up and they had to go. So. Uh, now, uh, the infamous. Um, Force ghost of Obi Wan. When he yeah. first realized that, aha, they can manifest. Yep. Because remember, before this, and people were like watching this, going, "Oh, they can manifest." Kind of like you know, in Episode Eight, when like, "Oh, Yoda can just shoot lightning dumps." You know, it, it's yeah. just it, it. This kind of stuff is what pissed people off in the eighties, because it expanded on the Force, which is great and mm-hmm. it's done. But people don't like change. They don't want their stuff messed with and well, it's right. also interesting is, because the the powers get more get sort of more pronounced for force ghosts as the movies progressed like in you know in in a new hope obi-wan's just a disembodied voice and this one he's actually right. you can actually see him and like he's yeah. a little more solid in return to the jedi and then and that manifestation it's cliff cliff from cheers where he's the guy oh, at the right. back the guy in the mustache. He's getting ready to come over. The guy coming over to come over to talk to Leia. It's Cliff from Cheers. Oh my gosh! Well, I learn something every day. Yeah, he um he tells the story because he's in a bunch of movies that they shot at Pinewood in England. So like he's in like Superman two and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So he was just living in. He was trying to make be, make it as an actor in London, and so he got all these jobs and all these huge blockbusters. So oh, I love Chewie this moment. This this cry when they shut the doors. Oh yeah. Oh. Poor Chewie. Oh. And he does that later in the movie as well, unfortunately. No. Poor Chewy. He's got some like sad but really great yells 
in yeah. the saga. Yeah. Here, when Han is frozen, in The Force Awakens, when Han is killed, and yeah. in Rise of Skywalker. Honestly, the, in The Rise of Skywalker, it's heartbreaking. Dude, that broke my freaking heart. He's, like, on his knees. Like, yeah, that was, like, yeah. He was wailing. Oh. That, that was the last of his three best friends when Leia died. Yep. Oh. See, Miss Manifestation was a huge controversy in its time. Because this was like the Yoda, you know, striking the tree down in Episode Eight. Uh-huh. It was the same type of, co- you know, controversy. Because each each movie expands on the Force a little more, you know, and, right. and I think that's good because if you keep something static, people think they want that, but they really don't. Yeah. And then they'll and complain. I'm really. And I love that Han. <coughs> excuse me. I love that Han yeah. comes out of the vision. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, I really wonder after Obi-Wan mentions, you know, there you will meet Yoda, the Jedi Master who instructed me. I want to know um, what the first sort of reaction was to uh, seeing Yoda for the first time after realizing that that was the Jedi Master that Obi-Wan was talking about. Are you talking I'm about sure everybody, I'll tell you when we get to it. For, yeah, yeah, yeah when we get to it for sure. Although uh, now it's a huge, it's a huge controversy because he says the the Jedi that instructed me, and it's like, well, now we all know that that was Qui Gon. And well, uh, I think he means generally. Kind of, yeah, like Yoda, no, I know, but there's people who are like, oh, I oh, love the oh, gross. Yeah, is that shrimp? Somebody told me that was shrimp. Oh, I don't know what it is, but I know that Family Guy spoofed this. Oh, this so is a, well. The spoof what? of this one is actually better than New Hope. Yeah, this one where he's just sitting there over there, and he's like. Ah. Ah. He does that for like 30 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> it's so funny. I thought this about that. Why else? Yeah. Oh. Man, I don't know if I would. Uh, I'd have to be unconscious for you to shove me in that thing. Yeah, I would hope you would be unconscious to stay in that thing. I don't think I would want to be conscious inside that thing. Did you, you guys ever up? read the the um the Infinities Star Wars comic? No. Um, and it it would they would take like certain moments in the in the saga and then they change something and then they show all the stuff that, like the the butterfly effect what that changes afterwards. For the Empire Strikes Back, Luke dies, and Han thinks that he's the one that's supposed to go to Dagobah and be trained as a Jedi because Luke tells him that he's just repeating you know what Ben told him. Uh-huh. Is this canon? No, 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 no. This is like, it's called Infinity. It's like an Elseworld oh. kind of Star Wars thing. Um, right. So Luke and Leia, I'm sorry. So Han and Leia and Chewie all go, and Han's like, I don't know why I, I, I'm not. I'm so terrible with the Force. And then Leia starts training, and she's she sort of becomes more powerful and more than Luke ever was. So, and she ends up fighting Vader at the end. But um, it was it was interesting that to, to have Luke to have Luke die and Han think he yeah. was the one that had to go that had to go be a Jedi. <laughs> That would not work for me. <laughs> it's so funny. That's not Han's character. So funny. Well, no, it's it, well, it's just kind of a what if. It was just kind of a what if, you know, like the Superman Red Sun and that kind of stuff. Or the there's one DC Comics where uh, the Waynes find uh, Superman and raise him, and then he gets killed. They get killed in the alley, and so he's Batman, but he's got all Superman's powers. Uh, hello, girls with sabers. 
happened. Well, because I, I see a little like chat thing saying someone. No, I know that too, but I, but I thought you were saying that because Mark Hamill's in his underwear in the back to tank. Oh no, God! <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, oh man. You can pull the ears off of a Gundar. This scene always made me sad later because I'm like, well, this is the last time they're all kind of together in the same room in this movie because they're all they all separate after this. They all separate just like episode eight. It kind of made me so it always kind of made me a little sad. I was like, well, this is the last time they're all together. It's amazing when you think about it thematically how similar episode eight is with episode five. They're both about failure. They're both about splitting up, following their own paths, and failing at them, and. Ending off in a cliffhanger with the Empire or the First Order being, you know, on top. Uh-huh. I love him. She expressed her true feelings for me. <laughs> <laughs> Half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder. <laughs> the dialogue is always so good. I love scruffy-looking is what gets him. That's what offends him. Yeah, yeah. Scruffy-looking. <laughs> <laughs> Remember how we were talking about yesterday with like how thematically Ray, you know, went from like virginal white, you know, with her hair up in the buns and like a little girl, and then the middle one she was darker with half of her hair down, and how the third one should have been, you know, in black like Luke with her f- hair fully down. And then this one, you see, this is the last you see of Luke in white. He goes into dark clothes and he becomes more serious to show a progression towards adolescence. Yeah. You know, as part of the hero's journey or the heroine's journey. And so it's just it's just interesting and, and oh, such an opportunity lost. Sorry, I'm completing with episode nine. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. No, Save that good. for about six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> or four weeks or whatever it is. That scene where the where Leia and uh, and Luke are kissing, I, mm-hmm. I never noticed it I think till this time. My favorite now is three PO's reaction. Oh yeah, he's, he's kinda just, like he <laughs> completely has no idea what to do. He's just standing. <laughs> Oh man! Now, guys, if you uh, if y'all get the chance, whenever Disney opens again, um, but whenever you guys get the chance to go over and ride Rise of the Resistance, or if you just want to watch the like the ride through of the ride online, that little rebel, um, the base there with the with like the the boards that uh-huh. they map out the different battles and whatnot. As you walk through the queue, you see so many of those. And they look oh, really? exactly like the ones in the movie. Now, didn't they use... They built new ones for The Force Awakens, and they used those for Rogue One. Right? Is that what I the... I think so. I think so. Uh. Um, and in the book Twilight Company, mm-hmm. um, you see this battle play out from the troops' standpoint. Oh, it's really? really intense, yeah. Like, you see, um, you read about Vader, like, just tearing through that base. Oh, yeah, that's right. He does, he does like, a Rogue One thing through the base, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, 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 yeah. You guys, this is epic music. <laughs> that's still my favorite superstar. Yes! Oh, yeah. Who doesn't like that? So and I... And by the way, spoilers, I love when it goes down in Jedi. Oh, yeah. So it's interesting because awesome. also the other thing that people complain about in the 80s was how Vader becomes even, like, 
it's one thing to be a bad guy walking around in the dark and saying, it's another thing that he chokes out his own people. I mean, that, that shit got real in the yeah. 80s because of this. He Everyone chokes like, so Damn. many people out. Yeah. I don't think I don't think any of the people in that three shot survive. <laughs> I know the dude in the middle Apology doesn't. Accepted, Captain. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh no, yeah, no, the dude the dude at the end survives. That's it. Yeah, but barely survives. He's just like Ooh. Oh yeah, that dude that dude's gone. That dude's gone. Yeah. He didn't make it to the he, make it to, he yeah, does not make it to real two. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't Ozel in Clone Wars? I'm not sure. I, I think you're thinking of Yularen. Okay. This guy's just like, oh god, just keep me out of this shit. I'm not part of this. Piet makes it to to Jedi though. I think. I think so. I think yeah, so. Yeah, I think Piet makes it to Jedi. Good for him. He's he lived a year and a half after this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this part. Turn it off. Turn it off. Oh yeah, this is so good. <laughs> turn it on. Turn it off. Turn it on. Turn it off. <laughs> I'm sorry, but no matter what anybody says about working on these movies, they had to have had a hell of a time shooting these movies. They all of all the behind the scenes stuff, I have never heard anybody say they had a bad time making it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Honestly, it's better without the CGI. Look look how great it looks. It's it's great. Oh, I love Chewie gives him a hug. Chewie's good with hugs. All the all yeah, all the practical effects and everything. The, the droids sets, and everything, yeah. It's, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. Yeah, this is Han trying to be soft. It's about as soft as Han gets. Yeah. Yeah. You too. I love how their uh, friendship has obviously um, evolved during mm-hmm. the time between New Hope and Empire because there's like obvious concern um, right. on for Luke. Uh, and I think that's that's really um, really cool development of their of their relationship. Mm-hmm. You can tell that it's deep without like them having to say it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, just why I wished in Last Jedi that it kept that that scene of of uh, Luke and when he goes into the hut. I love the deleted yeah. scene, but I just wish it was in the movie. I'm glad they shot it. I just wish it'd been in the movie. That's all. Right. Right. Now that's the dude from Game of Thrones. He's the one. Um, he's the master of. Oh God. He's the one. With the, he's the one that gets killed by the little kids. Which I know mm. Game of Thrones is. He's got like a really long beard. He's also the bad guy in um, Last Crusade. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Right. So. Remember that dude's... in the comic? Oh ooh, this is the first choke out. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He didn't make it. Didn't make it to real too. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> and dude just collapses behind him. <laughs> it just—they're <laughs> all like, uh. <laughs> the guy dude, behind just like the, oh, guy, yeah. the guy on the headset is like, are we supposed to react to this or like, like don't react, don't react? He does this all the time. established that little Leia is still so tough and spunky, you know, in episode five. She doesn't just sink into the background. She's, uh, you know, giving orders and stuff. And she, you can tell she's a little badass. I love her. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's clearly... I mean, they, they talk about it in the... Because I'm watching the behind-the-scenes for Rise of Skywalker, but they, they talk about, you know, when Leia... 
you know, the princess and all the other yeah. fairy tales are supposed to be rescued, but when right. but in Star Wars, the minute she sees Han and Luke, she's like thinks they're completely incompetent, just takes over and takes their guns and starts shooting things, finding out of ways out of things and yeah. it's just really Jason. <laughs> not to make another comment about Family Guy, but when <laughs> this battle's about to happen and he's like well, we should be fine as long as the Emperor doesn't have any robot camels. And he's like, hey, Bill, robot camels. What camels? <laughs> what's the one he gets in it? And he gets in there, Luke gets into the uh, the snowspeater with Dak. Yeah. And Dak's like, I think I'm the hole in fire. He's yeah. like, okay, guys, Dak's got Dak's it. Got this one. <laughs> he goes out there and they just go, chew, and he just blows up. <laughs> the first transport is away. Coming up now in a second. Yeah. There you go. Yes! Yay! <laughs> Yay! There we go. I think I could take on the whole empire myself. And now, this is the last time you'll see Luke in, in white. He's no longer going to be in white for the rest of the yep. for the rest of the two movies because it's visual storytelling. It's back yeah, to yeah, the yeah. whole Greco-Roman mythology. I love that they, they raise those things. That like scared the crap out of me, people. Oh, my God. These okay. dinosaur-looking things, Robot these camels. Robot camels. Robot camels. Robot camels. <laughs> and, and the great thing about... Um, and this is another reason why I love The Last Jedi, is that they did this with the Battle of Crate. The same trench configuration, the walkers, yeah. the speeders, you know... It was so good. And the music, the Battle of Crate and the the Battle of Hoth, to me, are my favorite tracks of either movie. Um, yeah, it's so great. However, in Battlefront, this is the map I always get demolished in. The Empire Strikes Back in almost every video game version of Star Wars is always the hardest one for some reason. Yeah. Even Lego Star Wars, I, I just... I, 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 <laughs> I got every other movie except Empire Strikes Back, and I just gave up on it. I couldn't get past Hoth. I was just like, screw this. Even Lego Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back is hard. Yeah. <laughs> Again, these are... It's so incredible. Like, just yeah, look, this is crazy. This, the, models. This movie's 40 years old, and those are just models. There's about I'm sorry, as, and I will, I will take these effects... Over anything today. Oh yeah. Like it's not even a question. Now you tell me, Luke. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Luke. This was this... um the first level in Shadows of the Empire was the Battle of Hoth. Oh really? Yep. As a kid, I hated doing. The tow cables. When it was just so hard for me to do. Yeah. Dak. Dak. Oh. R.I.P. Oh no, Dak's not dead. He didn't get. He doesn't really die till he gets crushed because Luke tries to pull him out. Spoilers. I think he just tries <laughs> to pull him out just to be a good friend. Just a good friend. Look yeah. how scary those things are. Imagine if you're like a kid, like my age, like four, watching this. Oh yeah. Like those things were. They still are terrifying. And so seeing them in episode eight was the best. Wait until you see them in person. They're as oh, terrifying. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't think that they said, oh, they we're going to build the walkers to scale for Rise of the Resistance. They were not lying. 
Those things are massive. Yeah, because they're not that scary. I remember when I went to Star Tours, they had they had one out front. That yeah, one was never scary small. to me. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm saying the ones that they built for the ride, they're there. And then once you go into whatever hangar uh, uh, they're in, the, the turrets, they glow red and they start firing at you. Well, that's what I like about the about the the first order ones is they had the the red eyes. Yeah. Which they adopted for the Mandalorian, which I also liked, even though they weren't. Remember when uh, uh, episode oh gosh was a Spider-Man in uh, Captain America: Civil War? And he was like, "You guys remember that part in Empire Strikes Back when they used the the cords to wrap around the the AT-8? Remember when he said that? Everyone was laughing. Yeah. That was so funny. And then he goes what? ahead and does the very same thing to the giant Ant-Man. Oh, well, yeah. well, that the best the movie? best part is that because remember that old movie the empire yeah. strikes back and like and they're like how old is this kid he's like i didn't carbon date him yeah it's on the young side and then in uh infinity war is like have you guys ever seen aliens yeah like, where they suck oh, this... <laughs> what are you doing what, do, what are you doing put that one over there oh i i always use that reference so it's like this one goes there that one goes there, right? I use that on a daily basis when somebody doesn't do something right. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Uh, poor 3PO. They mentioned something in the, the making of the, the saga documentary that I was watching. I just watched the part with Anthony Daniels, and they were like, they were like, 3PO's, expression, 3PO's face has no expression on it, but it's, yeah. it's Anthony Daniels' performance that makes you go, oh, he's sad. Oh, he's happy. Oh, he's scared. It's like right, it's right. all, Anthony, but it's it's nothing on his face. It's nothing on three PO's face it's that changes. It's all body language. It's all body language from Anthony Daniels. It's yeah. incredible if you think about it. He does, yeah. He's fairly underrated, I think. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, though, he's beloved. Uh, you know, he's one of the. Oh, yeah. He's a character that shows continuity in the series, yep. and yeah. Yeah, if there's one constant in the Star Wars universe, it's C three PO is afraid. Right. <laughs> And of course R2 because R2 knows everything. He's always known everything. Yes. Even even after he lost his memory in nine, he's still afraid. <laughs> he's scared of everything. Oh man. It's alright, Dak's got this. <laughs> Dak is dead. This was the first clip of the movie I ever saw. There was a show called Ray Rayner, so the WGN. Uh, and um, it was like a it's like a it was like a morning kids show or something. But they said we're gonna have an exclusive scene from The Empire Strikes Back, and it was this part. It was the it was Luke and the Luke trying to get out of the speeder right before the thing crushes it. I didn't know there was a dude in the back. I don't remember there being a dude. I don't remember the dude being in the back. Um, yeah. So, but uh, but that was like the first scene of the movie I ever saw. I was like. <gasps> We didn't see it as soon as it came out. Even though the line was really long, there were people who had seen it before I ever saw it. Yeah. I was kind of mad at my parents for a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> All my friends were seeing Empire Strikes Back, and I hadn't seen it yet. <laughs> I'm so I, yeah, I feel bad that it was spoiled for you. Because for me, I was just like, well, it was kind of one of these deals where like I didn't believe him. I'm like, they can't kill Han Solo, and like you're gonna cut off his like. So Luke's not gonna have an arm anymore because they didn't tell me he got another one. It just told me he got his arm cut off. So I just imagined like my Luke Skywalker action figure with like just one of the arms missing. So, of course, it would have been nice if I had seen Monty Python and I would just imagine him as the Black Knight. 
Which probably would have been more traumatizing. Oh, man. Then have a ship still taking them out. Good for you, This Luke. was my favorite uh, part of this whole battle. It just, just opens it. Just the guy always thought he cut a hole in it, but he just hit a thing. He opened a door, which yeah. is just as good. But still. That has got a little butthole on the end. <laughs> Look, it's got a butthole. <laughs> and here we go with, uh, again, another Family Guy reference. When the Adat falls, gets up. Ah. Ah. <laughs> just grabs oh, yeah, his knee. Yeah, he just grabs his knee. Ah. <laughs> and you guys have all seen the, um, where they, they did the stop motion toy Adat, but it's like as a dog. So yeah, it's like, yeah. It's like scratching at the door to go out and like running around outside. Yeah. I have on my car, I have the bumper sticker of Vader walking his at at like a puppy dog. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, and right next to it is, may the mass times acceleration be with you. Now, if you <laughs> and, look over uh, there on that door they're about to pass, there's a there's, that's a sticker. Originally, there was supposed to be a, a sequence where the Wampas were inside the Rebel base, and they put those stickers up to let you know not to go into that room because there was a Wampa really? in there. Huh. Yeah. So there's a there's an extended scene where they're running down the hallway and 3PO runs over and takes the sticker off. But they had to but they cut it cuz there's doesn't make any there's no point now. Right. But, he, right. Uh, but that was a that was a thing that there were wampas somewhere in the base and I think Ooh, there was there a, comes. But I think and I think there was a thing where like a couple of the wampas get get out and they attack the stormtroopers. I don't know if it was yeah, in the yeah, script. Yeah, one of the stormtroopers opens the door or something and then they just pull him in. Yeah. It reminds me of the Rathars. Right, right. It's one thing I forget about in Star Wars. Star Wars has a lot of monsters in it. You know? It's kind of like why... It's, yeah. it's to the point now that like I like I like it when there's monsters in Star Wars, because I forget that they're in there sometimes. Yeah. Like, like the Rank and, or in the Wampa and the... the, the even ones the Dinoga. The ones on yeah. Geonosis. Geonosis, the, um, the Rathars. Yeah. The only Somehow, part, Vader's figured out that, that Luke is his son at this point. That's why he's so obsessed with finding yeah, Luke. I think in canon, and somebody I'm sure will correct me um, if I'm wrong after saying this, but I think in the comics... Um, My favorite part. Is the one that tells... Shuts down, Vader bam! Luke. I had a car radio I used to do that too all the time. I would start it up, <laughs> it would start... I would hit it with my fist and it would start up. It was the greatest. I learned that from Han Solo. All I know about car repair, I learned from Han Solo punching things. <laughs> Back to the banter inside the, you know, the Millennium Falcon. You gotta love it. it. Help if I get out and push? It might. I love that. See, their banter is so perfect. I mean, you have to have that tension, or else you just really oh, yeah. don't have the excitement of, you know, it's, it's just not there. But okay, there has to be canon explanation for how Vader figures out that Luke is his son in between oh, episode oh, four a- and five. There is, oh, there is. It's a whole thing. They just find, I think they just find out. It, it's a whole series of comics because there's a yeah. comic. There's a comic where Vader hires Boba Fett to get Luke to track Luke down because he. And, okay. And there's well, a, how does they, he find they have out? a. They have a. I don't remember. Boba Fett tells him. He tells him. Oh, about, Boba Fett that uh, tells yeah, him. He tells him Luke's name. He says Luke Skywalker. Um, because and a Vader panel. goes on like a whole journey. He like finds the mortician that um, right. worked on Padme to see if, if the child was still in there. Because yeah, he only yeah. thinks there's one. Oh my gosh. 
Yeah, it's like a, it's like a whole series. It's a, uh, yeah, it's a whole series about how we found out, and yeah. like the emperor knows, but like Vader doesn't. It, like Vader finds out later that the emperor knew, or somehow find out found out. I don't remember exactly because there's a scene where Vader's so mad, like the glass on the um the star destroyer cracks. Hmm. Yeah, it's yeah, a, it's, it's a whole awkward. series of comics. Yeah, I would imagine the revelation. That would be a good. I would love that to be a short story or just oh, a series. Sure. Well, it is. It's a series of comics. That's why. But I'm, you know, more. Hoping, um, in Kenobi, I'm hoping we get a scene like that where Obi Wan is somehow finds out that Anakin is still alive and that he's, yeah, you know, Vader. Three <laughs> POs. I don't know. For some reason, on this viewing of this, normally Han's my favorite character. For some reason, I think it's because I just saw that documentary. Uh, 3PO is my favorite character so far watching this. Oh, yeah. This is his, one of his funniest, I think, as yeah, far as well, how he is. Well, here's the thing. He's, 3PO is funny in this without being, he's just, he's just funny because he's inept, even though he's so smart. He's just like, <laughs> you know, like he doesn't That's necessarily have smart. like, like he doesn't have any funny lines or anything other than he's just staying, saying the worst thing at the worst possible moment. You know. yeah. Is this? Has he said the part where it's a perfectly, it's perfectly okay to surrender? Not yet. <laughs> oh, I don't think so. Surrender is a perfectly good option when they turn him off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love. See, this stuff is so great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What they got out of this one? I'm working on this. <laughs> And uh, ow, ow! <laughs> it's so funny. And this is the stuff. This is why I said um, uh, either in a previous show, I forgot where I said it, but I would have loved it if episode eight ended with um, it ended the way it ended, but with Ben turning uh, at the end of eight. And then it would have been Ben, Ray, the Resistance going after Palpatine in nine. And the way I would have done it was instead of having the whole um, ending with "Never tell me the odds," you can't forget that line. Yeah. Um, instead of having the ending with uh, Broom Kid on Canto Bite, you go from the cockpit of the Falcon, uh, which at this point would have had Ben, Ray, Leia, Poe, everybody in there. And then you go to Exegol and you reveal that Palpatine is alive. And then that leads into episode nine. That's how I would have done it. And then you get these adventures with Ben Solo, with Ray, with Finn. Um, and I think that would have been a great group to see work together, still dealing with the dysfunction of Ben that becoming. Been, that would have been good. I would have liked that. I, I think that would have just, – just to get that full experience – um, and to finally see somebody be redeemed and do good. And be atoned. Yeah, because one thing that Star Wars is good at is redemption, but what they're not good at is atonement. Right. And right. what is redemption without atonement? Yeah. Um, now, now, remember we talked about how we had the penitent position, right, where in the very end of episode eight, this the the – the camera was pointed down on Ben. He was in a triangle formation and his head was down yep. and the light, the light was shining on him. Ryan Johnson set him up perfectly as a penitent man. Um, yeah. And then 
you know, with the reverse Anakin and Padme you know, arc where Panakin gave up love for the galaxy, his grandson has to give up the galaxy for love. So they right. have to they have to set him up as someone who has the galaxy to begin with. So I get why they made him, you know, Emperor slash, you know, first order supreme leader at the end of episode eight, because he has to have something to give up for love. Yep. Yep. So and then it was it was so, so beautifully and then JJ <laughs> JJ put her hair back in pigtails, put her in white, and oh god! And then yeah. magically pops in the kiss at the end when you're just like, that should have been something already there. He should have already had right. deep penitence, you know, prior to that moment. Yeah. They missed no, a great I, opportunity. I completely, I completely agree. And that was something that I uh, was actually, I don't know if surprise is the right word to use, but I was. Happy to see that in Colin Trevorrow's script, Ray did have the black outfit. She did show that um, kind of growth, although Ben's character just went full dark. Um, and there was Which that... makes no sense yeah, with it. Yeah. So I, I can see why they dumped it. And I can see why they brought back the reverse Anakin arc. But they also wanted to appease the, the casual audience. Yeah. You know, so, that, was, so they the, made that it too. so vague. You know, right. and that's what... Yeah. Um. But here but we now, are, Dagobah. Yep, here we are. <laughs> On Dagobah and R2 about to take a little swim. Now, here's the thing. How come after, like, you know, seven plus years underneath the water in Octo, the ship yeah. was fine and could work? Did, I don't did, know. Did that bother everybody, anybody else? Because it bothered me. I mean, I kind of just saw it as, um, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that... There should have been barnacles on it. <laughs> I think the only way to really explain it is maybe Ray didn't leave immediately after the the X-Wing was raised out of the water. Maybe she did some mm-hmm. repairs on it and got it to at least fly a short, you know, fly enough to get to a place that she needed to get to, which in this case was Exegol. Um, right. But yeah, I, I honestly, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. Oh, yeah, that freaking creature. Dagobah's a, like a pretty pretty interesting place. Dagobah's interesting because you see Luke with the classic Skywalker drama king, you know, just like his nephew and his father. Right. The, the three Skywalker boys are, are, are just absolute pains in the neck, you know, when it comes to listening and, and to being emotionally stable. <laughs> So I remember true. we talked about we talked about that too because the Skywalkers are unique in that they can actually fluctuate between the dark and the light. Right. And once you start down a dark path forever, normally it dominates your destiny. And what makes the Skywalkers so unique is the fact that they can, they can flip, and that's extremely right. rare. And so I love that, but they don't do enough explaining when it comes to that to the general audience. That's yeah. just something that like like a really in depth fan has to discover for themselves. Right. And and it's it's even said in a uh, the track list the name for uh, the scene in the Last Jedi where Kylo and Rey team up after Kylo kills Snoke. Mm-hmm. I think the track name is A New Alliance, and that would have been so great if they would have yeah. kept that theme going. Um, but 
you know, than as we've it, talked about. They could have, yeah, they could have kept that theme going while still having him be supreme leader. Right, and right. Have, and have him trying to enact positive change in the galaxy. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Instead of being obsessive over following Ray, um, yeah. they could have shown him trying to do the right thing so that Ray could, you know, he feels like he could earn Ray. Mm-hmm. They missed that opportunity, which would have gone right into what you were saying, Dave. Yeah. Now, wait a second. I thought that if you saw Darth Vader without his helmet, that was an instant death sentence. Oh, I have no idea. I mean, I'm sure it would have been. In the comics, it is. And there was this, like, nurse's assistant that had, like, a huge crush on Darth Vader. It just came out a few months ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. And she accidentally sees him and everything. And she's like, he's like, ah. She's like, oh, my gosh, I love you. She's all fangirling. And he takes right. one swipe with his sword and splits her. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I remember that. I remember reading about that. <laughs> so maybe because he only saw the back of his head. Yeah. Oh, I love this line from Han. When he's like, not entirely stable. Well, I'm glad you're here to tell us these things. Captain Obvious. <laughs> That's sarcastic humor. It's so great. Oh, here we go. And here we go with the, with the tension. <laughs> <laughs> oh, back in the smile. 80s, there were some antis that were so, like, like they thought that he was being abusive here and problematic and sexually harassing her and stuff. Believe me, just because this happened in the 80s does not mean the same complaints that were levied against Ben Solo weren't levied against his father. I'm sure. Oh, man. When I was a kid, I remember... um, I never fully understood what Yoda was trying to do here in the beginning of trying to, like, break, basically break Luke. I thought he was um, testing Luke to see yeah, yeah, yeah. if he, he could control himself and not act arrogant. Because right. arrogance arrogance was one of Yoda's main issues, remember, with uh, yeah. with, with Anakin. So yeah. he was testing Luke's ability to control his arrogance, I think, here. At least that's me. No, yeah, I think that's exactly what he's doing. Um but as a kid, you just feel like this dude's super bipolar. <laughs> like he's messing around with him one second, then the next second he's like the wisest person ever. Uh, but then later you find out it's just it's all a test. And there's something there, familiar about this place. There's a lot of tests in Star Wars. Oh yeah. It's a lot of morality tests. There we go. Hi Yoda. Uh, it was so great seeing him in The Last Jedi. I think they did that scene perfectly. <laughs> and that laugh will never get old. <laughs> Shout out to Frank Oz. Oh, man, it's so great. I wonder what that food tastes like. I'm really curious. Sorry, guys, I had to sit away for a second. I'm back. Oh, no, you're good. You're good. Yoda's stealing Luke's food. 
<laughs> I think also he's acting like he knows that Luke expects the Jedi Master to look like some kind of warrior chief general, you know? Yeah. And, and I think that he's trying to break Luke's um, expectations as to what je- you know, wars not make one great. Even right. when he's even when he's acting like a goofball like here, he's still spouting out wisdom. I always thought it was just to throw people off. They didn't know. <laughs> it's like there's no way this weirdo is a Jedi master. Yeah. Although now if they're saying that the like the Jedi were like the Kardashians or something, wouldn't they recognize him? <laughs> I remember in the 80s, because I was a kid then, but that they thought Yoda was, you know, ridiculous. I mean, the same criticisms levied against Yoda by, by Luke were levied against him by the, the general audience. You know, he was like, I wouldn't say go as far as a Jar Jar character, but he wasn't well-liked in the beginning. Yeah. Well, I think, once, I think once you get into the movie, once you see what he can do and what he says and... Mm-hmm. How sort of like Buddha he is. But do you remember Jason? Do you remember people thinking like Yoda was a little too goofy for? Because I, mean, I remember that conversation being. I don't because you know, I was about. eight. Okay. <laughs> I was eight and I was like, I was like, can I get a look? I, I think that's the only time somebody's in a Yoda outfit is when he's walking off. Oh really? Yeah, I don't think it's ever another time. Every other time it's a puppet, like, but I think it's because that's far enough away, right? Oh, that. But I don't. I mean, I can't. I mean, can you think of another time in any of the other movies where there's actually somebody in? No, no, I, I don't think so. Yeah, I know that they CGI'd him, which I thought was a horrible thing to do, you know. But everything was CGI'd in the prequels, and that was one of yeah. the main. I think. I'm not upset about the CGI Yoda because of how bad he looks in Phantom Menace. In the Phantom Menace, it just—I love that he just steals three PO stuff here. Yeah, and then he tells him negative power coupling. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so good. Oh, here we go. More tension. Yep. (laughs) And of course, he just blatantly steals what three PO just said. We might want to check that negative. He's so he's so quote unquote problematic here, and can I tell you how much I love it? <laughs> it's it's not like malicious at all. You can no. always tell he has a crush on her, but he's right. playing it. You know, he's trying to play he's it cool. It cool. Yeah. He's got too much pride. Yeah. And then she's trying I to know, play I really like can. I can't get involved with this guy, but I really want to. But I know that I shouldn't. I love that line she has in Force Awakens. She's like, even though we fought, I always hated watching you leave. So yeah. you kind of know, like, even once they got together, like, this kind of tension, this kind of bickering didn't stop. Right. You know. Well, yeah, and like in the Bloodline novels and stuff, just six years prior to the beginning of For- follow, you know, Force Awakens, they were still going strong as a, as a married couple. It, mm-hmm. it just um, it, it was only after Ben fell, so it was only in the recent years coming up on Falls, you know, The Force Awakens. And they didn't divorce, they were just separated, which is different. It is different. Yeah. I love that I am a nice man. And then here comes 3PO, <laughs> ruining the moment. Galactic clock, cock block. <laughs> He's so excited. Thank you. He's so excited. He's a cock block <laughs> everywhere he goes. It's like his like what are you, running gag with him. <laughs> it's just like, it's just... Oh, is, is it in this scene? Yeah, there it is. <laughs> like, he's lost the appearance of scopes. 
The uh, no. What about the scene? Well, no, at the very beginning of it, there's three of them, and then one of them kind of puts his hand up and then disappears because his star oh. destroyer got hit got hit by an <laughs> asteroid. Oh God. Erwin <laughs> Kirschman had a sense of humor. Yeah. Yeah, he did a good job. I like how they brought in kind of an indie director for both, oh, you know, yeah. five and eight, which well, I, I think is what what made it great. Yeah. Well, I think Erwin Kirshner, I think he, the reason he got it is Lucas was fighting with the Directors Guild, which is part of the reason why he didn't direct it. And I think Kirshner was not a member of the Guild, and that's why he got the gig. But he's, and he's also a good director. Yeah. Did you guys remember seeing the original actor? I think his name yeah. was Clive something. Yeah, but it was it was just his voice. It was like an old lady with like monkey eyes or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. They this should, is one of the things. They used that, a chimpanzee for that. For that. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad they went back and and did it with Ian McDermott. If I'm being honest, it it just makes more sense. Oh, absolutely. Um, the dialogue doesn't make a lot of sense. The di- the original dialogue because the dialogue he has is different. Oh, I just realized original. he's as big as a in a hologram. He's as big as Snoke was, in. Oh yeah. yeah, it's starting to make sense. <laughs> did they? Did, now, they, did I miss the scene leaving. where where Vader had his helmet off? Yeah, yeah, you did. That blew my mind when I was a kid. You were like, he's bald. I was just like, wait, there's a dude in there? I just thought he was just a killer <laughs> robot. I did. I thought I just thought Darth Vader was just a killer robot. Because I had forgotten the whole he was my student before he turned to evil part from right. New Hope. I'm right. just like, Darth Vader's just a killer robot, you guys. And, and you I know, love how Darth tries to save his son in all this. Yeah. He's, he's trying to work the Emperor to save him. Mm-hmm. It's the very first inklings of the fact that Vader has a conscience. Yeah. Oh, poor R2, he has to stay outside. No. I always feel bad for him here. I know. Poor guy. He must be water resistant, up to 50 meters. Well, he can go out into space, so I think he's good in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I remember stories of Mark Hamill talking about shooting these scenes. It's like for months on end. He's like, it was lonely. It was just me and a puppet. It was the only yeah. thing on the call sheet. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you see? Um, I think in some behind-the-scenes footage, he gets bit by one of the snakes. Yeah, he's taking the snake out of the engine. I think when yeah. he's leaving. <laughs> Uh, this yeah. is so funny. Now Luke does act like an ass here. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he does. His Skywalkerness comes out. What's? I mean, God love Frank Oz. He completely changes this character when he switches from like crazy old hermit to Yoda, oh, Jedi sure. Master. It's perfect. And it's and it's just all in the puppetry. Like there's nothing. And and I would I would also say John Williams music, but yeah. Like here, just oh, the body language. Yeah, just the, the body language is just like the voice. He will learn. Yeah, the voice. Yeah, the voice is different. Just the the ear. Here just we go. It's yeah. all it's all puppetry. That, that's a different character. That's yep, a completely that's different, a different character, character right there. Yep. And it's amazing. And he's it's standing, a puppet. He's standing up straighter. He's not as fidgety. Yeah. He, his face is. You just, start to realize he's in Jedi robes. Yep. Yep. Oh, and fun. Uh, fun fact for everybody: um, the blanket that Yoda uses, and this is from from a certain point of view, the little the novel. Uh, uh, do you guys know what that blanket is? No. No. That is actually Qui Gon's robes. 
um, that he uses. Oh. Yep. Okay. Yep. Huh. Well, there was always that story well, that there's a there's like a poncho that Luke is wearing that that's, that they think is uh, Qui Gon's poncho from Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. Remember, he wears a poncho when they go into the Falcon for the first time. Yep. 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 That was a rumor I had heard for a while. Nobody ever confirmed it. The yeah, best, and, uh, the best speech ever in the history of Star Wars coming up. Yoda gives it. Remember, you oh, know, yeah. he talks about life brings it. You know, you know I, 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 I'll show you when it comes up because I can't think of it right now. But mm-hmm. it's the most beautiful, luminous beings are we. You know, it, it's yeah. the one where he says that. It's just a beautiful speech. Now, has he been watching? Luke and Leia, or just Luke? Because he says, long have I watched this one. Probably both. both. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Uh, I, Where he started. And literally the first thing, not thing he does is fail you. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's both afraid and fails. <laughs> you will be. You, you will. will be. That must be you, Jason. I love that part. It's like, I'm not afraid. He's like, you will be. Like, oh, God. One thing I never got was this space slug thing. Like, how does it breathe? Like, where does it get its... I mean, this kind of thing's bugs me. Yeah. Well, it's, just, it's kind of like the Maw and Solo. It's just sort of like there. Like, I don't, I don't right. know. Right. They never explain it. I mean, it's cool looking at your own, but, like, there's no atmosphere on this atmosphere. Well, there's no atmosphere, but then there's still these Minox. There's humidity and, and moisture. Why is there humidity yeah. and moisture when there's yeah. the atmosphere would have stripped Okay, see, I'm using science. Science is not good for Star Wars, so I'm doing it. Did I mention there's <laughs> space wizards with laser swords in this movie? Right, exactly. <laughs> You're just supposed to enjoy the damn story. I, have I mentioned the seven-foot walking, talking dog? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Every time somebody mentions Chewie as a dog, I immediately think of Barf from Spaceballs. Yeah. I'm a mug. I'm, I'm my own best dog. friend. <laughs> I'm my own best uh, friend. I, I honestly think if John Candy would have never – if John Candy wouldn't have died, they would have made another one um, at some time in the 90s or early 2000s. They would have the, made a The sequel. perfect time would have been when Phantom Menace came out. Yeah, yeah. Oh that would gosh, have been the yes. perfect time. Because that was literally what they said the movie. The search for more money. Yeah. <laughs> Pizza of the Hut. Pizza of the Hut. Pizza of the Hut is I one of the greatest. It's one of the great friends. jokes of all time. Oh, it's so friends, good. Friends, former roommates. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love what when they go to Ludacris. Oh, that's about, oh no, we've gone plaid. Welcome and got him. Five-minute break. <laughs> oh, we got to do a commentary of Spaceballs soon. Yeah, we might do Spaceballs. so great. It goes past ridiculous speed. Yeah. <laughs> it goes into ludicrous speed. <laughs> what are you, Colonel Sanders? Chicken? Chicken? <laughs> Prepare <Mark>. chicken. <laughs> I love I love where he just shoots the ground. I, oh, I love this part. Oh, yeah. And just how all of this movement is just the camera angles, and they're yeah, playing and them, it and them so like, well. Tossing themselves, basically yeah. doing the old Star Trek thing. Yeah, yeah, Everybody yeah. lean to the same side. <laughs> and the music here, getting ready for the uh, for the asteroid field. Yep. Or no, that already happened. Never mind. Um, and they're still fighting. It's great. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so 
I'm not a committee. <laughs> God, I love these two. I can see where the, I can see how their kid can be a handful. <laughs> it kind of makes you miss the the lack of screaming at each other in in Jedi because they they get along really well yeah. in Jedi. Yeah. That's because they've gone through so much at that point, you know. No, I oh I know, but like you kind of miss kind of the sexual tension going on between yeah. them. But at the same time, though, you you get that in his in their son, you know, with Ray. Yeah. And and if you look if you look at just Force Awakens, Kylo is so snarky. Everything he says is is sar- either sarcastic or satirical. Oh and yeah. It's, it's so funny when you look at it through that lens. You're like, oh my god, this is totally Han Leia's kid. <laughs> and then when uh when he has Poe in the interrogation, he's like, um, you know, comfortable. Oh, I know. Not really. Like stuff like that is just so good. Everything he says is is just is being sarcastic, and it gets, it just gets more. I mean, in the, in the eighth one though, he's going through so much challenge yeah. as he as he struggles for adolescence, you know, and manhood. You don't see it as much, but he it's there. And especially when he sheds his Kylo Ren persona and his Ben Solo, he does right. in ten minutes. He does more. Uh, he does more, you know, with with Han's character than Poe did throughout the entire three movies. Quicker, oh, is this, easier, is this, more seductive. Is this my favorite scene? Is this the one with the whole it's, wilderness? It's no, he, no, we haven't, no, we haven't gotten it yet. He's, he's on the ground for that. Yeah. This is just like, okay. this is when he asks if the dark side's stronger, and he's like, no, easier, more seductive. Knowledge of defense, never for attack. Kind of goes in line with Obi-Wan's. Uh, Except they're not like that. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Luke so is. Luke, I mean, that's all. That's all. Yeah. That's all that fight on crate is. Yeah. But I'm just saying the Jedi, you know, we're we're already, you know, moving past their principles, you know, in yeah. episodes one, two, and three. And yeah. Yoda, Yoda, to his credit, understands it, and and he begins to accept that that's not the way it should be. Oh, is this the cave? Yep. I never got this part when I was a kid. This part just threw me off. This part freaked me out. I'm like, Vader's there! <laughs> like, only what you take with you? I just, I never understood that. And it's interesting because cause Snoke takes takes Kylo back to this very same cave, remember? But I think what you take, I think what he means is not is just your own, like, emotional baggage. Yeah. Your or, own, your own, your own... Things that that hold you back is what you've taken. Right. So I remember in the, in the comics, though, the Snoke comics, Snoke takes Kylo to this very same cave. Right. And when, yep. when, when Kylo goes in there, he defeats everything he needs to defeat. But then his father and mother come in, and they're like, "I love you, I love you," and he can't kill them, so he pretends to kill him by de- by destroying the tree in the cave. And so Snoke thinks he killed his parents, but he didn't. Right. Do you remember that? Yeah. yeah. Because, again, those were the things that were holding him back. Right. And they still continue to hold him back because he didn't kill him. He just made right. him think he killed him. Yeah. So he, in a weird way, he failed. Mm-hmm. And succeeded. Yeah, this this part know. freaked me out because he's, like, there. He's just hanging out. And then, like, there. it's very similar, actually, to the fight they have later on because that one point where Vader turns his breathing off. Oh, yeah. And so. And then he comes out of the corner. Right. Yeah. That always, ugh. That has to be a neat trick. To when you're when he's like smoking fools, just take turn the breathing off. 
Yeah. <laughs> so similar to the, the dark cave in Octo, when Ray goes through it, they see themselves yeah. as in the dark side. But Luke's, I always under, I always understood better than hers. Hers, I'm still fuzzy on what that all meant. But me this too. Is, this is this is pretty clear. Is the, in that you now, you keep going where you're going, you're going to end up like this dude. Whereas in the other one, the dark cave, the Octo, you know, where Ray goes through that, Ray sees both Kylo and Ray together. Remember before it just coalesces into one. To, to I thought Ray. those were. I thought that was. I thought those were parents. No, I didn't think so because they showed one that was taller and he looked just like Kylo. Because because they they're foreshadowing the dyad, I think. Oh, in the cave when you see the two becoming yeah. one. And that's yeah, one thing I, I think too. that Ryan Johnson really did. I, I think that J.J. kept that. I think the whole yeah. idea of the dyad was definitely there, was yeah, always there. Sure, for sure. So that's it, one he was I'd... setting up the dyad. Yeah. Did you, the, you know the story about how Mark Hamill's face got in there, right? Yeah. They originally had it. Yeah, that's that's actually Mark Hamill, but originally it was supposed to be a, a fake head. It didn't look anything like him. Yeah. So they had to stick his real head in there. Meanwhile, <laughs> Yoda's all-knowing. Yeah, it's funny because you could tell like Yoda knows exactly what happened. He's like, you just go, oh, yep. And he's disappointed. Yep. Yeah. That's why I love that arc in Clone Wars when um when he when when Yoda goes to take a body because he does he goes into the cave right, doesn't he, David? Who? Doesn't Yoda go into the cave in Clone Wars that final season on Netflix? Yeah, yeah, I think so. And then he also confronts like his own dark side. Right. Um. Like other half kind of thing. Oh, the bounty hunter scene, the scene that launched a thousand be- action figures. Yep. <laughs> Zuckus, Forlom, uh, Bosk, IG88. Yep. And, and Boba Fett. Boba Fett. As Which you I wish. never understood. Like what? Like when I was a kid, I never got the the fascination with Boba Fett. Can someone explain that to me? Because he was because he was a he was a figure he was the first figure anybody well he was the first character anybody knew was going to be in the Empire Strikes Back, and so everybody like I don't know if you know this Star Wars fans like to super speculate about things, and uh-huh. so everybody kind of created like this really cool backstory for the bounty hunter Boba Fett, and so they thought he's going to do all this stuff, and then eh, come uh-huh. to find out it's just a it's just a just a guy in a suit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that like so like his legend was like all built up before the movie ever come out came out. Right. What I love though about that scene is that as you wish, somebody took that and then put the uh, the Princess Bride thing on it and it's like, when you say as you wish, what he really meant is I love you. Because that's the whole thing with Wesley at the beginning of the Princess Bride. For those right. Yeah. <laughs> as you wish. Oh my dear sweet Wesley, <laughs> she starts going down the hill. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. God bless Princess Bride. They're into attack position. Do they? Is this the one where they duck because they think the Falcon's gonna hit them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Uh. Uh-oh, Captain Nita's fate is sealed. Oh, Captain Nita. And, then, oh, and, Cap- then and he get... knows. He's just like. He's just like. Some prepared shuttle. A shuttle. I'll. Yeah. I'll. I'll inform Lord Vader myself. This is. Captain this is kind of like. What Hux had to do at the beginning of uh, The Last Jedi, yeah. Yeah. when Snoke comes on the hologram, he just was a little bit nicer and didn't kill him. Yeah. Did you know that Donald Gleason actually broke his nose in that scene? Yeah, I did hear that. 
Oh, I think we're coming up my favorite speech. Real soon. Yeah. And the, uh, the, the novelization, Luke brags to Leia about this scene, about how he was able to balance on one arm and with Yoda on his foot. Yeah. It's a really insecure part of that book. You know, I just, I love this parallel when, uh, um, when he says, you know, it's not about lifting rocks. And here he's lifting rocks, and the last Jedi Ray lifts the rocks to flee to free the resistance. Yeah. Trapped in the base. I, I really like that moment. And here, I think the close up shots of the X Wing in the water, I think those were filmed in George's pool. Oh, were they? I remember hearing yeah, that. Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. Here. And the um, the documentary that they have for Rise of Skywalker, it's going to be real dated when somebody listens to this uh, commentary. <laughs> but um, the music, you know, in the music, you know, the music that they use in Rise of Skywalker when Luke pulls the uh, X-Wing out for Rey, it was JJ's yeah. idea. It's like, can't we just use the same music? So they show, like, the actual sheet music from, like, 1979. Oh, wow. That, like, John Williams conducted it from that. I mean, it's a new recording, but it's the actual. It's 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 not a, it's not a variation of it. It's the exact same music. Yeah. I can't. Is this where he says, "That's why you fail." Yep. It says it's impossible. That's why you fail. Shaking his head disapprovingly. You know, it's it seems. Oh, I, I, I kind of want to give this part of disrespect. Size matters not. Oh, Gwendy, you're about to miss the speech. Okay, okay, I'm sorry, sorry. <laughs> yes, this is it. All right, guys, we have to be quiet during this scene. This is very right. important stuff. I turn on the caption so I can just read it. Although we'll turn it up a little bit. Uh, a part of this speech is actually in the Force Vision of the Force yep. Awakens. This is such an important scene mm-hmm. for understanding the Force. And of course, Luke goes and beats the Skywalker and walks off. Yep. yep. You want the impossible. That's such a Skywalker thing to say. <laughs> Even though Luke is the one that doesn't exactly fall, he still is just as dramatic as his nephew and father. Yeah. He does go over there and pout, though. I so when they came out with members only jackets, I thought that was Luke's <laughs> jacket and I wanted one so bad. Uh, for some reason, I just thought it was a because it had like the because it had the collar at the top and I thought it was Luke's jacket from this movie. I wanted to, I wanted uh-huh. it, I wanted one so bad. They sell his jacket from Empire at the uh, 
Star Wars Launch Bay in Hollywood. Oh, do they? Yeah. It's super expensive. It's like 100 and 150 bucks. I wanted Luke's jacket. I wanted Han's vest and Luke's jacket from this. Well, I want Han's vest from from New Hope, but I wanted and I wanted Luke's yeah. jacket from this movie. They also sell Han's costume. I think it's like uh like a grand. Well, yeah, I'm not paying that because I doubt they yeah. have it in my size anyway. Yeah. But it's like he's like touching it. Like, wait, is that real? He's like, I don't believe it. Like, that's mm. how you fail. Yeah. That's why you fail, sorry. Yeah, this was the shot that I saw when he's, like, looking at the engines and everything. Right. I was like, what did he do to his ship? Such an important scene, all of this. That is why you fail. Oh, yeah. It gives so so much information into the nature of the Force. Mm Mm-hmm. And poor Captain Nita... Yep, there, there he goes. There he goes. <laughs> Apologies. Apologies. I just felt bad for Captain Nita. I mean, he was he was just a normal dude that just got you know caught in the wrong side and, of the war. And he actually tried to own up to his mistake. I yep. know. He took he responsibility. He did under the bus. Now, he is it those two dudes' know. job to just pick up dead captains as they fall? Maybe. <laughs> this you is where it's not good to be an officer. Oh, <laughs> What these scenes always remind me of now is uh, when the you know the officers are at the control panels and they're doing whatever job they're doing. It reminds me of uh, the Avengers where Tony Stark is like, and that man's playing Galaga. I would have noticed, <laughs> but we did. Yeah, the best the best rank to have in the Empire is like third in charge. Yeah. Because if you're second in charge, it's a good chance the dude in front of you is going to die, and then now you got to you're next. <laughs> right. So the best thing is just to be like third, maybe fourth in command. Chances are real slim. Oh, here we go. Oh, this is when. <laughs> this is when. Spend a perfectly good option. <laughs> I love that he seat belted it. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, all right, three PO, you're done. <laughs> I love how this scene was also, uh, or a variation of the scene, was also in Attack of the Clones. Yeah, uh, when he, um, when he ejects the garbage seat. to try and throw Jango yeah. off. Yep. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure Boba was like, "Wait, I've seen this before." <laughs> yeah. He's well, like, "This that... doesn't throw off Boba either." Yeah. No, not at all. Lando system. And this is why Solo is such a great addition now, because you know everything that happened. Right. Between the two of them. Although I will say for this whole the, – my, my only complaint about this movie is the timeline. It seems like they're not in space for that long. And Luke seems yeah. like he's on Dagobah for quite a long time. So either he wasn't there for that long or they were in space a long time. And I can never – I've never think, been able to kind of – Yeah, I think well, what, what I – Figure that out. Say time was like, is relative, so – like yeah, I guess. At most. I mean, if you watch Interstellar, you know, 20 minutes on a planet is, you know, 100 years in space or whatever the heck it is. <laughs> so I'll just use I'll use Interstellar rules for The Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> oh, don't. It, just the whole movie falls apart when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> it is a good idea. I'll give Han this. It was a good idea. Except you didn't have that bright ass light on the back of the ship. 
Now, was Boba hiding in the garbage? Yeah, he was. Uh, I'm telling you, he's like, I remember those size he He's earned I remember his, uh, all of it. He's earned his underoos he had in the 80s for that for that little feat, I guess. Then. And if you if you didn't notice, there was Django's severed head in the passenger seat. <laughs> where where the Mando keep would keep Baby Yoda. That's yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> bleep, bleep. I love I love the closed caption for uh, R2. It's always yeah, bleep, bleep. bleep. <laughs> oh, and here we go. A classic trope um, to bait the hero into um, a trap. Yeah. Give him a vision that the ones he loves are in danger. This is straight out of Aristophanes. Oh, I love the R2 scream. Archer's one of my favorite characters. I know I've mentioned that before, but he's one of my favorite characters. <laughs> um, That's why I have so many issues with him, because I just expect better of him. Yeah. <laughs> I saw City in the Clouds. Burns you up there. Yeah, this is reminds yeah, go, me of... Go, help them you could. Yoda's cold in this scene. I almost thought so, too. If you honor what they fight for, yes. I, I was just like, uh, that's not what a Jedi is supposed to do. And, and it's it's a it's a um, rule that even Qui Gon tries to reinforce in the first couple moments in the Phantom Menace, where Obi Wan's like, "I have a bad feeling about this." You know, it's not it's something elsewhere, elusive. And then Qui Gon says, um, "Keep your concentration here and now, where it belongs." And then he says, "But Master Yoda said I should be mindful of the future." but not at the expense of the present. Um, and I think that that's Yoda just trying to double down on that. Yeah. Like just well, also I think... This, um, yeah, I think Yoda knows that his friends are being used as a trap for yeah. Luke. And, yeah, so it might yeah. it actually might be better if Luke stayed, finished his training, oh, and yeah, then fought sure. Vader, as opposed to stop in the middle of it. Yeah. I'm sure he's forgotten all about that. Unfortunate in Return of the Jedi. Um, yeah, he says as much. You, you know, not ready for the for the burden, were you? Yeah. So I guess if he had stayed and finished his training, they would have told him Vader was his father. I don't uh, know. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Because he says, "Not ready for the burden, were you?" Oh, by the way, spoilers. Vader says he's Luke's father at the end of this. Yeah, I don't know if y'all. <laughs> I I love that scene. That scene though never gets old. Just, just uh, Mark Hamill plays that so well, at least to me. When he's well, he, just like, he's the only one who knew what was said because on the set he said that uh, David Prowse said that uh, Obi Wan's your father. No, Obi Wan yeah. killed your father. Is what killed he said. Yeah, yeah, killed your father. Yeah. yeah. So Mark Hamill was the only thought. one who knew what was really going to be dubbed in. Right. So. I remember seeing this for the first time. This is after I had my Millennium Falcon. And my the Millennium Falcon only had three landing gear. But then I saw this. It's like, hey, Millennium Falcon's supposed to have like six. I felt a little ripped off. First world problems with Millennium Falcon toys. <laughs> Here we come. One of our fan favorites. I love Lando. He's one of my favorites. Yeah. Hello, what have we here? He's, he's such a philanderer. You old smoothie. <laughs> I guess you old smoothie. Yeah, here he is. I love that they even that they mirrored this scene in Solo. This see this oh see, this, yeah see this movie makes you appreciate Solo a little bit more. Absolutely. 
What have you done to my ship? <laughs> this is a great scene. Oh, yeah. Because when you're watching this for the first time, you don't know what's going on. You're just like, oh, yeah. uh, are they mad? Are they... Is it me? I love what that I... meme. <laughs> my you, know what I just, you know what I just realized? And I'm kicking myself for not realizing this sooner? Um, is that Lobot is Mr. Strickland from Back to the Future. Oh, is he it? is? Is it? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. I'm no way. That's Mr. Strickland. <laughs> God, that dude's been old forever. Oh, I know. <laughs> I love how these Don't two are playing poker together. About anything in the history of Hill Valley. <laughs> how you doing, Chewbacca? I love that <laughs> Billy D. Williams mispronounces all of the names of the characters. Oh, and I love how go. they made that canon. I know they did. It's only they made a canon. Yeah. Sexual harassment. <laughs> like, I love this scene. <laughs> and I love, oh, look yeah. at Han. He's getting he's getting possessive. I love it. All right, you old smoothie. Policy <laughs> <laughs> three. Uh, I'm sure he's forgotten all about that. Oh, that's so funny. Mr. Strickland is Lobot. That's great. Funny thing is, he calls it a hunk of junk, but it wasn't a hunk of junk when Lando had it. It was nice. Oh. <laughs> it was nice when Lando had it. Oh, yeah. Han and Chewie wrecked that thing. Han <laughs> uh, was not a neat freak. No, he was. The, he, he cared more about the engines than anything else. Lando had a freaking, like, cave closet. Which is which in the, the book is, uh, you find out, is, is Chewie's bunk. It's yeah. Chewie's bunk. <laughs> It, it, it would have really slowed down the movie, but uh, I would have liked to have seen Lando take the tour of the Falcon. That would have been kind of cool. Oh, yeah. Especially after Solo, you know, but when he's wearing the same outfit. This part, I was like, oh, my God. I saw it for the first time. Oh, poor 3PO. The thing about this movie, though, Empire is so weird for me because I have no real memory of actually, to me, all my life, this actually was just a movie I always knew. You know, because I, right. my first memory was was that Lucas and Fire scene. So I never, I could never pinpoint for the life of me when I first watched this. It's just something I always knew was there, like air, you know, or water. It, it, it's yeah. Star Wars: Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> Here oh, we go. Here's Here we go. one again. Intervention. A little, a little more solid than before. A little more solid, yeah. Not quite as clear blue and i will say this they did a better job in the original trilogy than the than within this at least in rise of skywalker with the because luke yeah. has like just a blue tint to him the whole time yeah and this one obi-wan's got color and so is he doesn't and and um God, what's it called return of the jedi but yeah. luke has just got like that weird blue tint to him the whole time and so he's just got a blue glow that's it yeah Oh man! Yeah, imagine really using flashbacks. Imagine using flashbacks after some of these lines, I know. and you go back to episode, you know, the prequels, and um, just there when you don't, I don't want to lose you the way I lost Vader to the Emperor. If you, if after he really said that, for Obi Wan yeah. there. If after he said that, you put a scene or the moment where Palpatine says, "Rise." 
to Anakin as as Vader when he says, "I hate you," burning yeah. on Mustafa. That would have been so gut wrenching um, to see it. Somebody did that with um, with the New Hope in the scene at, at yeah. Ben's hut, where they um, he's talking about what happened to to Luke's father, and they they intercut scenes from I think from Revenge of the Sith and and uh, Attack of the Clones. Yeah, yeah. That leads to the dark side. Vader. Lord. Save you again! I love how when uh, Ray leaves in the last show, she's like, she says nothing about coming back. Yeah. She's just like, yeah. look. She's just like, I'm going to take these I'm books. Gonna go. I'm going to take these books. I'm I'll be sure. back. She never even says she's taking the books. She just takes uh, the books. She just she's takes just the like, books. Look. Now, I'm out. Okay, guys, I'm going to step out for just one minute. I'll be right back. No, there is another. And we now know it's canon now. The other is Leia. Yep. And from a certain point of view, the novel, which I will bring up uh, probably, you know. 10, 20 more more times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It is explicitly stated that Yoda never wanted to train Luke. He always wanted Leia. Um, Leia's a lot more disciplined. Yeah, absolutely. That was the reason for it. Yeah. I mean, she's, yeah. I don't know if it's this scene or the one after, but there's a behind-the-scenes story that I think Carrie Fisher uh, told that they were shooting and um, Eric Idle came to the set, and so afterwards they went over to Eric Idle's house and drank and, like, smoked pot or whatever till yeah. the wee hours of the morning. And I think either I think this is the scene or the one where Lando comes in. They talk about how they were so hungover shooting it. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, they like they didn't think they could get through it because they were so hungover. Oh man, that's funny. Because they were, you know, because they're in England and they don't, you know, they're not, they don't get to, go, they don't go home at night, so they're just they, instead of going to the hotel, they went to Eric Idle's house, which, by the way, I'd have done the exact same thing. <laughs> Eric Idle wanted me to come over and drink and smoke pot at his house, and I'd have been there in a heartbeat. I still would, Eric, if you're listening. <laughs> Soon so, as this co- soon as this virus thing is over with, I'll be over. <laughs> so which one of these Ugnats do you think is Quill from the Mandalorian? They're all smaller than um. They're all smaller than 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 Quill. He seemed like he was a either he was a big Ugnat or those little Ugnats. I can't tell. Okay, I'm back. Sorry, I love Leia's hair here. Sorry, I just said I'd be a girl just for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at Han. He's like, oh, he's such a <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, you've got to be kidding. So. <laughs> I do love on the way out. Something wrong with your droid? No, why? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> oh, yeah. He's like all in pieces and like smoke. Lando's <laughs> uh. <laughs> like, you forget that I literally held uh, a droid that I loved at you know, dead in my hands. I know, yeah. I know what this looks like. That was, to me, the most poignant part of Solo, was the relationship between Lando and... God, what's her name? L3. Uh, L3. L3, yes. That was, that was heart-wrenching. Oh, yeah, for sure. The only thing I don't like about them adding the windows to this is that they're inconsistent. Is sometimes it's windows, and then sometimes it's the glass things from the original. They're real inconsistent about it. 
This yeah. this scene scared me. I was like, what the hell? Well, especially right after the Dagobah scene where he's just there with Luke. And so a part of me was like, wait, is this fake? And then, oh, no, it's real. Oh, there's Boba Fett. Yeah, isn't he the giant chicken in the, the Family Guy one? Yeah, he is. <laughs> like, ah, Boba Fett's the giant chicken. <laughs> I love how Lan- Lando never not remains likable. Like, I... <laughs> I liked him even when he was selling out his friends. I'm sorry. Maybe I shouldn't, but <laughs> but I got why he did it. He was trying to save all these other people. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. It's the deal he made to save everybody else on Cloud City. Right. You know. It wasn't it wasn't for himself. It was for others. He was being selfless. Yeah, because he just, he just yeah he wanted the empire out of there because he'd been he'd right. done so well not having him there. Oh man. Can you imagine? And if he is a dog, then that's really going to hurt his ears because you know, yeah. dogs are with like high pitched noises. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love that, that Chewie puts 3PO back together again, but then he yells at him because his head's on backwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, C3PO definitely. And this, this movie is very dark, especially when you're watching the first time as a young person. And then there's C3PO, and he's adding the humor. He's injecting all that. Into the I also story. love. I also love Chewie's little Hamlet moment here where he's, like, staring at his head. Uh, The ultimate Hamlet moment moment was when Kylo stares at his mask. I mean, it literally is Hamlet, you know, when he's looking at himself as a a Kylo Ren character. Evil stormtroopers. Oh, my God, I've been shot. (laughs) I would have loved it if all they had, if, like, the other parts were so badly destroyed, but there was a spare B1 battle droid laying around, and they just like <laughs> threw it back to Attack of the Clones. I hated that part of Attack of the Clones when he's got the, <laughs> it's just the three POs in the battle droid. Yeah. This is weird because they're they're only torturing him to lure Luke. <laughs> he's just like I, 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 and then he starts screaming. You know what it would have been great is uh, instead of that torturing machine, they would have brought <laughs> Kali Ma from Temple of Doom. I would have sold. What about Borgullet? Oh, yeah. Borgullet should have brought Borgullet. Borgullet. Lies. Deception. Lies. Deception. But they didn't need him because the point was just to hurt him so that Luke would hear it and feel it. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. It reminds me of uh, how they baited um, Harry in Order of the Phoenix with Sirius. Yeah. Uh, kind of the kind of the same thing. You know, actually, in the grand scheme of things, Leia is too big a deal in the Rebellion to leave with Lando. That's a de- Lando should have known that deal was never going to go through. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, she's one of the yeah. bigwigs in the Rebellion. She's worth more. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, Leia's worth more than Luke. So. On one level, yeah. I mean, well, in the, I mean, in the, in just sort of the pecking order of the rebellion. I mean, she's way when up it, there. When it comes to the Sith, though, they have to. Well, yeah, keep well, yeah. The force Jedi stuff from, is right. Jedi stuff, yeah, looks more important, but, but like, I would say militarily, you would want Leia. I just noticed the stormtrooper on the right side. Uh, when you're looking at the screen, when he drops Han, his helmet almost comes off. <laughs> I just noticed that. Oh, that is great. 
I wonder what they did to Leia here, because that would be the second time her dad tortured her. And it seems like they just tortured Han because she's she doesn't mention anything about it. No. Because they said that because he says right here they didn't even ask me any questions. So like they weren't like fishing for information. And she's also uh, from A New Hope. When Vader says her resistance to the mind probe is impenetrable. So I'm sure they really can't do much. My friend. (laughs) Here comes the Indiana Jones punch. Yep. Yeah, Jason, that's a blue coat. Oh, no, I was talking about his Hoth coat. Oh, okay. Scott puts cape back Oof. on. You, you, know, you can't have his cape off. <laughs> Lando without a cape is I don't even I don't even want to think about that. It's like a man without a mission. I mean he slummed it for a little bit in in Jedi when he's in the skiff guard outfit. <laughs> after that though, he's like I feel naked without a cape. <laughs> oh yeah, the the Indiana Jones. Ah. Ah. I love that part in India Jones. Where's it hurt? Here! <laughs> here! 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 <laughs> I kind of wish they had just... I, I, I don't mind the carbon freezing in Mandalorian because it's after this, but they kind of... That whole uh, that whole part in, um, in Clone Wars where they did it, I was just kind of like, eh. Wasn't my, one of my favorite arcs. Do you know in canon, after this is over, they actually carbon freeze Leia? Oh, do they? Yeah, in canon. What? For what? Uh, Hold on, I'll look it up. I just remember reading about it. There's a lot of stuff that happened in that year between (laughs) the Empire and Jedi. Yeah, right? A A lot of crazy stuff going on. I love the color in this scene. The oranges and the blues. Yeah, so, and that light that just sort of, it feels like that one light. It makes it look like it just that room goes on for eternity. Yeah, it's what so, it's what it's what Vader stands in front of. So in Charles Soul, the new Star Wars series, Luke, Leia, and Lando return to Cloud City in order to take back what's theirs. Luke wants to retrieve his lightsaber, while Lando wants to get some control of his former home. However, Leia has her own plan that doesn't go well for her, and she ends up getting car- frozen in carbonite too. Huh. Maybe that's why she knows about being blind when you get out of it. And that's how she knows how to do the decarbonation sequence code to unfreeze Han. That's how that's explained. And oh, I love in... this part. The, the whole the, the, the between the two of them, and he's like, "You yeah. got to take care of her." Aww. It's like I mean, Han doesn't know what's going to happen to him, but he's like, "You got to take care of the princess." And the and whole I like, love you, I know part was improv. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, I miss you, Peter Mayhew and Carrie Fisher. And I, oh, get it? No love. No love, Dr. Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's a, that's a it's Harrison. It's so much better Ford. that he says I know. It's oh, such yeah. a Han Solo thing to say. It's, it's a Harrison. Part- it's a, it's a, it's like such an iconic Harrison Ford moment. That and shooting the swordsman in Raiders yep. is a Harrison Ford original. You know, in the the shot where he says, "I know," if you notice his uh, 
the shirt that he's wearing, it's white, but in that specific shot, he's actually wearing the jacket, and they just had to paint it white. Oh, really? So it stayed consistent, yeah. Really? Oh. Okay. Why did they need to carbon freeze Luke anyway? Just put some force cuffs on him, and he's good to go, right? I think it was, I think it would just sort of be, he says it would be easier to take him to the Emperor. I think Just throw him in a, they have like carbon force handcuffs, just put him in one of those. Eh, that's no fun. <laughs> it's better this way. <laughs> when I was a kid, I didn't have, uh, when I wanted to freeze Han Solo, I would steal my mom's aluminum foil, and I would just wrap Han Solo in aluminum foil. <laughs> That's how they would. That's how I would carbon freeze on Solo. This was brutal when I was a child. You know, this is the, this is oh. the coffee table I always wanted. I swear, if I ever had like money that like I was just coming out of my ears, I was gonna get a coffee table of Han Solo and Frozen Night. You and can get one. Yeah. Oh, I know you can, but I don't have that kind of. I don't have that kind of money. Uh, but I wanted to put some glass on it, you know, so you can put like a plant and like some, you know, put a dish on it or something. Bowl of chips. And in perfect hibernation. Bounty hunter. Oh. This isn't three people like, like, oh, he'll be quite safe in there. Oh, it's like, yeah, he's, all, he's all cheerful. <laughs> See, you should have, Lando, you should have known this. She's way too important to the Rebellion to leave with you. Get out of here. Yeah. I don't think Lando had much of a choice in the very beginning, because they were secretly operating outside of the Emperor's purview, remember? Yeah, oh, I know. I know that, that's. I think that's why he kept trying to make the deal, because he just wanted the Empire out of there. But yeah. Lando should have known they weren't going to leave one of the big wigs of the Rebellion with him. Get out of here. You're lucky, you're lucky they leave Chewie with you. <laughs> Again, Boba Fett walking slowly down the mm-hmm. hall. I always thought that was cool that thing floated. Yeah. And I thought when I thought it was like, well, that makes it at least easy to carry because that thing might be heavy. This lightsaber battle is so. <laughs> bleep bleep. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, Boba. Lightsaber battle so cool is the emotion that goes through it. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's an emotional fight. Yeah, it, it's. I mean, the the episode one is one of my favorite lightsaber battles, but there's very little emotion till after Qui Gon gets killed. right. Um, it's just real. the 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 Phantom Menace one is just really cool to look at because it's, it's the first time you see him go so fast and all that kind of stuff. But I love that it's the guy that plays Boba Fett is the one that's using Leia as a shield. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I have some bad news for you guys. It is not Mr. Strickland who plays Lobot. Oh, it's not? No, it's not. I thought it was. It looked exactly like the it actor. It does look like him. I, but, but, no. but I haven't really seen a good shot of his face. It's just I think the only time I saw him was just like the back of his head or something. Right. Oh, okay. Well. I kind of feel like if that had been Mr. Strickland, I would have heard of that in the last 40 years, but oh, maybe not. Well, now I know. Ooh, here we go. Ooh, 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 ooh. 
This is when he gets separated from R2, and it's all downhill from here. Yeah. Oh, this is the best, the best sequence, I think. I know, it's going to be tough to, like, commentate on this, because you kind of just want to watch it. Yeah. You know, but at the same yeah, time... Guys, there's a... Yeah, so if there's a lull in it, it's just us <laughs> enjoying the lightsaber battle. <laughs> oh, and I love this, because it was in all... The forces with you, young Skywalker. Oh, such a good line. You're not a Jedi yet. Luke pulls his weapon first. Not the best... See, that light behind Vader makes it look, it just goes on forever. It's so amazing on this thing. Mm. That's a bad idea, Luke. I just would have just, just found the quickest door out of there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just the absence of music here is so good. Yeah. You don't need it. And you also got to love that they've really... They had they had really figured out the lightsabers at this point. Like, yeah. like, like, I, like they didn't go back. I mean, there's smoke, there's atmosphere. You know, you can still see the lightsabers really well. So, yeah. Uh, Luke does a little spin. <laughs> He's like, hey, I saw Obi-Wan do that. Let me try it. Well, the thing is about Vader in these fights, he's just like such a blunt instrument, you know? Right. Like, right. There's, like there's no finesse to Vader. He's just full on just power and just hacking at you. You know, so like the other ones can like dance around and, you know, and twirl and things. And he doesn't. He's just like, I'm going to chop right. you in a half. Right. So I can't believe nobody on set. It's like it's pronounced Han, Billy. It's pronounced Han. <laughs> He's like, Don't, can't you see the mistake that you made? We had to explain <laughs> it to me 40 years later. Yeah, we had to do a whole scene about how you get his name wrong. Yeah. Where we had to say that. Han said Sabak, not Sabak, and then you kind of just to play it off, you said Han and not Han. I mean, like, come on, man. Billy. At, at you... the same time, it was fun. Oh, it was. So... Well, for years, I was like, I would go back and I would watch A New Hope. Because, like, when a character introduces themselves, that's how you should pronounce their name. And, and for years, I was like, did he pronounce, did, he, did Harrison Ford say Han Solo? And I just missed it all this time. <laughs> Han Solo. Well, it's also like Princess Leah, the one guy in A New Hope. Yeah, the one guy. Well, it's Princess like you being Leah. bothered by the one time that they, he calls them robots and not droids. Yeah, exactly. But Billy D, you know, he's like all, all about Chewbacca. <laughs> and, <laughs> How you doing, Chewbacca? How you doing, Chewbacca? I always thought it was kind of fun. The... No, it's fun, <laughs> but at the same time, you're just kind of like... Like really, nobody could have pulled Billy aside and say it's, it's it's Chewbacca. Just call him Chewy. Just call him Chewy. How about that? Just call him, yeah. Just call him Chewy. Just call him Chewy. I love. Oh. <laughs> Landis like, shouldn't I have a gun? Ugh. <laughs> uh. Here we go, R2 being resourceful. R2, that was the thing that um, that George Lucas was very big on in R2. He wanted one scene in every one of the movies where R2 saves everybody. Yeah. It was a big thing for him. Oh, I love this part where he jumps off of the steps. So fucking badass. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. You gotta put yeah, you gotta put a little warning now on the commentary, but it's so badass. I think that's uh, Mark Hamill's best acting up until eight. You know, because he does look frightened. I mean, he looks yeah. 
perfect for the scene. He looks like his son, like Vader's son. He is a fantastic actor. All too easy. When he's allowed to do stuff that challenges. Well, he did all sorts of, like, really, like, huge Broadway plays, like, after after Return of the Jedi. Like, he did, like, Amadeus and um, a couple of, like, really big, like, actor-heavy plays on Broadway, you know, and then it just... Everybody thinks he wasn't very good because he wasn't in all the movies like Harrison Ford was, but he was yeah. just typecasted, like well, the way Carrie. Yeah, he was. was yeah, yeah. He, just, he, just, he just didn't want to keep playing Luke, you know. Even you know, you're in a different science fiction movie, and your character's named you know Bob and not Luke, which you're basically doing right. the same thing, you know. Then, yeah, he he went from being one of the most beloved heroes to one of the most beloved villains. Oh yeah, well, I remember I when the, when the the uh, I was I was in college and I was watching the animated series Batman the animated series and is one of the episodes with the Joker. I specifically wanted to watch it because I knew Mark Hamill was the voice and my my roommate came in. He's like, "Why are you watching cartoons?" And I was like, "I was like, because Mark Hamill's the voice of the Joker." And he listened for like ten seconds and he's like, "That's not yeah. Mark Hamill." And he just walked off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then here again, we were supposed to see. Um, a variation of this scene. Yeah, Ray was supposed to see a vision of uh, yeah. them fighting. Yep. They built, yeah, supposedly they built a, a Vader just for the move, just for this movie. They didn't even know they were going to use him in Rogue One. Yeah. Um, and the actor asked to play Luke, he looked a lot like him. Yeah, just didn't, except for in the face, but I don't think you were supposed to see his face. Yeah, anymore. I think you were supposed to see like a, a back shot or something. And Luke is nowhere near where he needs to be to oh, take on Vader. Vader's just toying with him the whole time. Yeah, he doesn't want to kill him. He's pulling his punches. Yeah. 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 yeah basically, cutting his hand off was just to stop the fight. Right. Basically, yeah. It's it's the same thing they kind of he kind of did with uh with Ezra and Kanan in Rebels. You know, just like the one-handed you know fighting and whatnot. I always love that him the, the whole that shot of him going out the window. Yeah. Oh, oh so oh so we haven't done the, the the breathing that's off yet. Oh, that's right. That's when he comes up from this. Yeah, that's when he comes back. Right. Oh, so good. <laughs> Luke is like, I am so in over my head. <laughs> yeah. Luke at this point is just trying to be figuring out a way to get out of there and right? not keep fighting him. Right. And what I would have loved. <laughs> If Obi-Wan or, or somebody would have been alive at, at this point, I guess he could do it with Yoda, but it, it wouldn't have matched up as well. Is after Vader cuts off his hand and the saber falls, he would have been like, uh, not again. Obi-Wan's <laughs> going to kill me. Obi-Wan's going to kill me. <laughs> well, what's it's I'm noticing in this, you know, like we're having, you know, with the sequel trilogy, we got to do some flashbacks, you know, to things that happened in the original trilogy. Yeah. You know? And it kind of, I mean, it sucks in its own kind of weird way that we can't put in flashbacks from the the, the prequels into some of the scenes in this. You know right. what I mean? Right. You know, because they didn't exist. But um, I just I'm just sort of noticing that because this one's because this one's so heavy. And it's funny because you don't think about that, but this this movie is probably the most lore heavy movie of oh, the three yeah. of them. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. so. And that's usually when you want to put in, you know, flashbacks. 
Um, Both but, five and eight were lower heavy. Yeah, so. Yeah. Which makes sense because the first one you got to set everything up, and then the third one you got to wrap everything up, and so yeah. all of your lore has to happen in the second movie. <laughs> it's like, this is this is how inept stormtroopers are. A little fire extinguisher from R two. They can't. Sh- <laughs> That's it. That's how you get away. R2's like, diversion! And he just runs off. I know. That'd be a good time for those uh, those uh, rockets, R2. You could just fly to the ship. Yeah, right? The rockets use one time and then like, for whatever <laughs> no, reason. He uses them, he uses them in, uh, in Revenge of the Sith because that's when he sets those fools on fire. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> He's just dragging him right. <laughs> oh, I love Similar to what he does when he drags his head yeah. off the off the arena. They had that music in the storybook, so I always remember that music of the Falcon taking off. That yeah. oh, here it comes. So here we go. The fight between Vader and Luke was like the big, you know, Marquee moment. So every time they flash back, you know, over to Leia and, and you know and, and Lando, it just wasn't as cool. Everyone's like, just get back to Luke and Vader. Yeah, same with Return of the Jedi. Right. I mean, at that point, you really Jump didn't scared. care what was get happening. Get back to Rey and Kylo. Get back to Endor. the Yeah. Because right. yeah. the Force arc is always cooler in Star Wars oh, than yeah. the non-Force Ab- arc. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, see, like, let's look at this. Like, Vader is just brute force in this. It's so funny that that Anakin in the prequels and in Clone Wars is, like, so agile. and But in this, he's just, like, he's just all brute yeah. just power. You are beaten. I love this part. He's just like just so scared. Destroyed as Obi Wan. Luke still gets a good whack at him in the shoulder. Yeah. Which is why when Vader's like, okay, that's it. I'm taking your hand. Obi Wan told me how to stop a fight. Oh man. <laughs> it is gone. I love that there was one meme or something. Or Mark Hamill did a joke with the Ray's handing him the lightsaber at the end of seven. He was like, uh, there was a hand with that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, I remember that one. Uh, there was Did a you hand with the it. hand. <laughs> See, not, and again, not to, not to get into my whole, not to get into my whole uh, episode nine deal, but like it makes sense for Vader to want Luke to join the dark side because they're going to, because def- Vader's plan is to get Luke and they'll take down the Emperor. Which is why it didn't make any sense in freaking Rise of Skywalker. But we will talk about that in four weeks. <laughs> right. Uh, I don't even know. Yeah. Oh, I'm oh, so glad we were all quiet for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was Ben killed your father and not Ben and not Obi-Wan was your father? That was what was said on yeah, set? Yeah, it was uh, Obi-Wan killed your father. Obi-Wan killed your father? That would have been just as jarring for Luke, you know what I mean? So that oh, this yeah. reaction still makes sense. Um, I mean, it, it's it makes as better if, sense though, because no, no, that, no, but I'm just saying if you're like if you're like a key grip on this movie and you know you hear that line, that he's like, oh yeah, no wonder he freaks out. Yeah. But because um, Vader is all about. He's all about the power, man. Yeah, because Vader's full-on Sith. He's not yeah. like Kylo, who's got normal, you know, brownish-green eyes. You know, right. Vader is full-on yellow-eyed yeah. Sith Lord. We're ruling on the dark side. Whereas Kylo is like, you know, forget the dark, forget the light. Let's just do this together. 
Yeah. I do love in that scene on the bridge, though, the wind is blowing so hard. Sometimes you can see Vader's helmet kind of lift a little bit in the back. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> that would have been fun, this whole little slide. Oh, yeah. Till you drop out into nothing. Yeah, then you're like, wait a second. It's like, oh, and I only have one hand to hold on to things. <laughs> what? Ow. And you have to kind of wonder what the practical function of that is. Now, is that his hand? Well, <laughs> I don't know. This is interesting because this is the way Venus is supposed to be. Now, people believe that NASA believes that there could be life in Venus's atmosphere. Venus's atmosphere is so thick, it's like this. You can actually live on it. Its ambient temperature is about 80 degrees Fahrenheit, oxygen-rich. Um, if you lived in the clouds on Venus, you would be okay. And uh, it's interesting because this is, like, similar to what we think of Venus now. Huh. So Cloud yep. City could exist on, on Venus. On Venus, right. Oh, in that fact, is awesome. many people in NASA believe that um, there is, like, life, microbial life in the clouds of Venus because it's water-rich, oxygen-rich, and it's ambient temp temperature. It's, like, 75, 80 degrees. Hmm. Interesting. Fahrenheit. Yeah. Like Florida weather. Ugh. And the atmosphere is so thick that you can literally float on it. Oh, that is great. This is the first time we kind of see Leia use the Force. Yep. yep. The first hint. Mm -hmm. And for a lot of shippers back in the day, this was what... See, I told you Luke is more into Leia. I mean, Leia is more to Luke than, than Han. You know, they have a connection, a special connection that the Han and Leia don't have. I mean, oh, the shipping wars were real back in the 80s, people. <laughs> Of Lando. All right, all right. We'll go get some guy I'd never heard of. <laughs> and this, this is the only scene that they added for the special edition is Vader going back to his ship. That's the yeah. only scene they added. Well, no, 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 no. Prepare for my arrival. That was in the original. No, the, the, they, they added that just for the special edition. At least him going out to the shuttle. Because they didn't have that shuttle until Return of the Jedi. And that's the same hatch that, that Chewie uses to get uh, Finn and Finn and uh, Janna, Janna, yeah. whatever. Yeah, they add, yeah that because they didn't come up with the Imperial shuttle until Return of the Jedi. So if you see it in this movie, it's it's a special edition deal. Yeah. Imagine if Luke just missed it. That's a pretty big ship. You gotta like. <laughs> I'd have been like. Put me in the center of it in case I roll. <laughs> you know you hit, oh. you're going to roll a little bit. Right. <laughs> or, or if Chewie forgot to put it in park, <laughs> and it just, like, drifts off a little bit, and Luke just bounces off, and he's like, oh, well. Ah! <laughs> I wonder if he was like, who is this guy? Who are you? Like, <laughs> this the right the... ship? Yeah, it's like, I'm, I'm sorry, I was waiting for my friend Leia. Oh, okay. Reminds me of the line from Tombstone. I still got one good arm to hug you with. <laughs> Vader is not in a good way here. No. <laughs> Although I do love the Vader double take he does <laughs> a couple minutes. And this is and this is, I think, an alternative shot from Jedi. Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah. And so, the way I can tell is based off the helmet. It's super shiny. 
Yeah, J- yeah. A friend of mine in college always pointed that out to me. Vader gets shinier as the movies progress. Yeah, <laughs> like you can basically eat off of Vader and Jedi. Yeah, it's so shiny. Like in like, especially with the Blu-rays and the the high def stuff. Like you can see all the crevices in Vader's helmet in A New Hope. And right. by the time you get to by the time you get to him a Jedi, it's just like lens flares. You're like, oh my god, <laughs> somebody stop Windexing Vader. I love not this. my fault. Not my fault. And I love, of course, and I love the look they give they give each other, and then Lando. And Chewie's like, I freaking knew it. This guy sucks. And Leia's face palming, just like whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even care anymore. Like, oh my god. Like, what? These guys are gonna get me killed. And here come the exaggerated Luke. Luke. Father. Which makes sense they had it in that deleted scene from Return of the Jedi, but yeah, um, I'm glad I'm glad they took that scene out. No, <laughs> you brute. Yeah, why don't we just go to ludicrous speed? I love that R2's got most of three PO back together again. He did a pretty good job. Yeah, he's a good, he's a good little mechanic. He <laughs> you know better than to trust a strange That's computer. <laughs> And then, he, and then he hurts him, and then R2 hurts him. He's like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> Father? Oh, God. Dad? <laughs> Papa? Papa, can you hear me? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I don't know. I don't know. Did y- Yantel came out after this, right? I think Barbara Streisand ripped this movie off. <laughs> uh, this reminds me when he said uh, father. <laughs> reminds me of then Step Brothers, and he's like, "I'm not gonna call him dad ever, even if there's a fire." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need to watch Step Brothers again. I haven't seen that. In so oh, long. I love Step Brothers. Step Brothers, my favorite comedy. Oh, that, so that entire movie is quotable. Oh yeah. Did we just become best friends? I'm not going to call you dad. <laughs> that Luke is like so resigned. It's like, oh my God. This... Yeah. Like Luke, be- Luke, it's not a, Luke believes this. Like he, he's just, oh God. He knows. He knows in his heart it's true. Yeah. He didn't, his... didn't know about his dad lied to him. He didn't know about his dad choking his mom's out though. I bet he'd feel different if he knew that. R2. <laughs> <laughs> the R2's just like, oh, I'm just going to turn it on real quick. Yeah. Did he, did he fall on Chewie? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> here comes what I thought was going to be the next choke out. And this guy totally knows it, too. He's like, yeah, I'm was so getting choked out. Break. Like, looks away. Did that ship just really go into hyperspace? <laughs> yeah, it did. Holy crap. He's talking so <laughs> slow. Like, you... Look at this poor guy. He's just like, oh, God. He does. He has that expression. He's like, did I? Did that thing just go into hyperspace? That wasn't even like, after I see that now, it wasn't even anything more than just a look of disappointment. (laughs) He would have walked in and been like, I'm not going to kill you. I just want you to know I'm I'm just just, disappointed. I'm just very disappointed. (laughs) I'm just very disappointed in you. By the way, speaking, this is probably the last time we get to talk about the, the Family Guy version of this. Yeah. But I'm glad they made a point of mentioning it because I always I thought for years it was weird 
that Lando's wearing Han's clothes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think it was visually supposed to show that Lando is a cut of the same cloth, literally. You know. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm sure, yeah. but like, it's just weird. He's wearing his like he's got his New Hope outfit on, except yeah. he buttons the top because he's got style. Oh, uh, that's funny. But I did always think that was weird. Like Lando's wearing Han's like. I was like, they didn't have any other clothes that fit Lando anywhere? He's got to wear on stuff. He's like, they, one of my old capes is not sitting under a, He's under like, like a box. Maybe he just went into the cape closet and all he found was like Han's old outfit. He's like, I guess I got to wear that now. I've uh, got the robot hand. See, it, he really does not do a very good job of taking care of that hand because he messes it up in Jedi. And then by the time we see it in Force Awakens, it's like... He's just like, you know what? This is such a brother-sister moment. Uh, I have a question. Okay, science-wise. So they're not even in their own galaxy anymore. They're outside their galaxy watching it from outside the galaxy. Right? Yeah. Uh, This shouldn't be be a thing, is what I'm trying to say. They shouldn't be out there like this. Looks cool, though. Yeah, it looks cool. It does, but it shouldn't be a thing. It's it's Star Wars. Yeah, neither neither should <laughs> lightsabers in the force. Rift. This is just like <laughs> the next galaxy is. What if they were like right next to Exegol this whole time? They never knew it. Yeah, like right. They stopped this thing years ago. Oh well. Shame. 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 What a shame. Shame. I'm thinking of right. the bell. Uh, by the way, I, yeah, yeah, I'm doing. I'm actually doing the motion of the bell, but I realize nobody can see me. <laughs> no, I, I got you. I figured what you were doing. We're good. All right, guys. That's Empire Strikes Back. Ugh, such a good movie. Oh, so good. That Bless those you, George Kasdan. Blew by. I know. Well, I'm going to ask Emrys what her favorite um her favorite movie is. Yeah, do it. Um Yeah. Wow. 1980. 40 years ago now. In 2 months. 40 years ago. Um and this year is the 40th anniversary of the Empire Strikes Back, and I know that they're going to be doing a celebratory panel at Star Wars Celebration. Um, hopefully, celebration happens. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? I, what, hey, what is it again? Uh, August. August. Oh yeah. goodness, it's, it's up in the air. Ooh. Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, I'm hoping if they. Uh, I hope everybody gets a refund. Obviously, if they, if they have to cancel it. I'm sure. Um, but I hope that they at least do some sort of live stream. Um, maybe, you know, I don't know. I don't know how you can do it. Star Wars Celebration is really, the hype is generated by the fans. And if you don't have any fans in that. Yeah, because that's kind of a thing at this fans. point. Is that like, even if it's, even if things are like better by August, it's like, do you really want to get into a room with like 10,000 people? John Ratzenberger. There he is. Yeah, Told you, Cliff Clavin. Because, right, because you're you're introducing the virus again because this virus is going to set to go into waves. Because Spanish flu of 1918, remember it went away, you know, the first wave, and then it came back. And when it came back in the fall, that was when it was deadlier. It was right. much more deadlier the second time it came. So right. God knows what's going to happen. We're living in really weird times. Yeah, it's yeah. it's really strange, and I hope that it really does um, get better quickly. Um, but you know we'll we'll see. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, guys, that's uh, Empire Strikes Back. Um, any any final thoughts 
before we sign well, off? Well, Emrys is all about The Last Jedi, just like me. Awesome. <laughs> yes, we are. We are Force-connected. <laughs> <laughs> well, the we next one... Up. Well, the next one is Return of the Jedi, and the first 45 yes, is. minutes is my favorite Star Wars movie, so. Yep. Not that I don't like the latter half of it, but I really dig the first. So, like, if we watch it next week, I'm probably going to be quiet for the first 45 <laughs> minutes. Like, shut up, I'm trying to watch the movie. Yeah. Well, I want to give a shout-out to Emerus of Girls with Sabres, who has been here for both of our commentaries that we've done um, on Metastream. So, shout-out to you. Uh, and... This has been a lot of fun being able to to get on the chat and and talk while we watch this movie. Um, yeah. Oh, that's uh, the place. That's but, why uh, one showed up is going to Skype. <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully we'll uh, we'll be able to do this again on MetaStream and hopefully it'll it'll start working for everybody and we'll get some more people in on this stream. Uh, did it work? Did it work for no, you? No, it did. Or, or did it? Just the not. chat worked, but the, uh, the 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 movie never did. So I watched it on my huh. iPad, but I uh, watched it on but I watched it on Disney Plus. So I was still watching because last right. week I was just watching I, my iTunes version, right. and it's a little different because every version of A New Hope apparently is different. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so by the time we got to Han shooting, I was like, I was I wasn't that far behind, but I was a little behind. Yeah. This one, this one I tended to keep. I was keeping up pretty well because you said yeah. play, and I hit the <laughs> I hit play on the iPad. And it did nothing. And I was like, right. this is so simple. Why did you screw this up, iPad? I don't know why technology is such a... I don't... Ugh. I, like, I am shocked I got this thing to work. I, you know, I spent, <laughs> I spent literally two hours prior to us starting, like, figuring this shit out. Like, I had no... Like, I was cursing <laughs> at the computer. I was like, why me? Like, it was just horrible. I had yeah. no idea what was going on. Like I'm, I'm tr- I couldn't get the microphone to work. I finally routed my stupid headphones through an actual microphone, which, right. it, which then physically was connected to the CPU. I don't even know how that worked. I don't know. I don't know anymore. It's just. No, it, it, it took us almost two hours as well last week to do. Yeah, it. last week. Yeah, we got it down to like 20 minutes this time, and I think this is, I think this is the system for me because what I'm doing is, like I said, I'm watching it on the iPad. I'm talking through the computer into the chat with everybody yeah and then um but i also have i have the headphones in so i can listen to the movie while um while i was uh yeah no next week we know that this is the setup that works uh right now for for these commentaries and we'll we'll stick with this you can pull up the chat um and we'll just all follow along are you guys available next saturday to do return of the jedi absolutely i i unless something uh big happens yeah i'm pretty sure Perfect. i'll be here <laughs> all right guys so mark your calendars uh that'll be april let's see the first is fourth april 4th yeah april 4th will be our um our commentary for return of the jedi and then the week after hopefully we'll get into the sequel trilogy and the sequel trilogy that's and then we'll get fun. into, uh, and then after we finish that, we'll do Rogue One and Solo. So, um, and then after that, I don't know what we do. Yeah, no. after that, then we'll Maybe just start a, I don't know. We'll we could see. do commentary on other things like Clone Wars or, you know. Oh, yeah, for sure. For we sure. did, but, oh, yeah, that's what you said at the beginning. We hadn't done any, uh, we, we'd only done the prequels, but we did Clone Wars, didn't we? I don't remember. Oh. We did reviews, but not. We didn't. 
didn't we do a commentary on the Clone Wars movie? Because that had the barping. Uh, maybe oh, when I was sick. Yeah. I could have been sick during that part, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I remember vaguely doing it, but we'll yeah, see. Yeah, I vaguely remember that doing it, too. Um, so we but, don't have, like, a podcast. We could go back at the list. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, but thank you guys for tuning in tonight and watching this movie along with us. We hope that you uh, found some new things in The Empire Strikes Back that you love, or if you just love it, Every time you watch it, we're happy to have you here joining it or, or enjoying it with us. Um, so remember, guys, every Monday we have episodes coming out at 11 a.m. Every Wednesday will be our special episodes, such as these commentaries. Uh, we also have a Patreon account, patreon.com slash followers of the force. We have a Public store. Uh, that link will be in the description. And remember to head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating and review and share it everywhere you can um because it really does help us uh, rise the charts in itunes so thank you guys so much for watching along with us and listening to our thoughts and comments and our many family guy connections uh, from this <laughs> see i don't remember we'll be good for next week because i don't remember a lot of the fa- yeah. i didn't like the family guy one for return of the jedi yeah, me, but I, me neither it's, it's yeah. kind of forgettable to me yeah uh but, but the robot chicken one I remember. <laughs> I've never seen that one. I gotta watch that one. Neither have I. But thank you guys for joining us. And until next time, may the force be with you. Always. Oh, always. Always. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.